Whoever is bitten by a bit and lives becomes a gamer himself. It's time to get bit by a bit. Stop it! You're acting like a child! Bit by a bit. There comes one of them now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the BXAB podcast. I'm your host, Jay. And this is Jazzy No Wipe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, was that man. No? That was excellent. <laughs> yeah. All right. Excellent. I want you to talk like that for the whole episode. Fuck that. <laughs> I could do it. I could do this all night with no fatigue in my voice. <laughs> That's Hearing the know. word fatigue in that voice sounds funny. Yeah. I've been speaking like this for about a decade. <laughs> that's what happens used to have a metal radio show. There you go. Pro- producer Ethan's in the house. Uh, that's who you were just listening to there. But uh, welcome to episode 109. 109. Yep. It's a very special episode, but we would like to thank our sponsors first. The Detroit Beard Collective. If you've got a beard, you need butters, you need balms. You need wax. You need a crate to put your beard in. And your elixirs. Wait, is that right? Yeah. No. Beard crate. You put your beard in a crate? Yeah. I think so that's what it, I think that's what it's for. Man. I, <laughs> I don't realize you that. You should probably can... go to the website and find out. Yeah. So go to the Detroit Beard Collective dot com. Check out. If you're gonna check out, because you should, you should buy a crate, you should buy some shit from them because everything's great. Use the coupon code BXAB. And you will get twenty percent off, twenty five dollars or more. That's right. Do it. Ethan and I have been using their Woodbridge and loving it. Yeah. My beard smells nice. It feels soft, and I don't have as much uh, face dandruff. My face, the skin under my beard has been healthier, and uh, therefore uh, people like me more. Yeah. And, and you get a lot more action, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah! yeah. Wink. Yeah. The dudes love it. So Plus, the, contrary to <laughs> so do the ladies, so do the ladies. Oh yeah, well yeah, that that hasn't changed any. But yeah. the the dudes that uh, that holler at me, contrary to popular belief, it does not look or smell like an old wooden bridge either. No, it doesn't actually. Yeah. It smells good. It smells really good. All right, and when you're done there, head on over to cinchgaming.com where you can pick up a pro gaming controller, PS4, Xbox One. Cinch Tech is out. You can get a hold of CinchTech, remapping your controller, Bluetooth with your smartphone, uh, and all sorts of cool stuff, trigger stops, all that jazz. If you are looking for an advanced controller to take your game to the next level, check out CinchGaming.com. Use the code BXAB at checkout, and you will save yourself 5%. Nice. Yeah, real nice. Nice. All right, guys. Well, special episode, Special, special episode. How do we celebrate the special episode? Um, I would do it with a three-year-old Coors Light, if I were you. <laughs> a Coors Light that was brewed during the Reagan administration. <laughs> <laughs> Let's crack that bad boy open and enjoy some stale, expired Coors Light from the BX8B fridge. There we go. This is the last one, though. I get to start drinking fresh beer when I'm done with this. That's right. Real beer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am sick, I have a cold, and I'm hoping that this will cure me. Hey, we might be on something if it does. If I die of something other than cancer, I'm going to look at you and go, it was the Coors that saved me from cancer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's fair, that's fair. All right. But, uh, guys, it is a very special episode. We are in the... Uh, 
we're we're currently in E3 2016. Right. What is E3 2016, Jazzy? It's a uh, a big letter E. Uh huh. And then the number three. But oh. it's lowercase, right? Is it uppercase? Or no, it's uppercase. Damn yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you lowercase it, then it's lowercase. But mostly it's uppercase. But really, it's the biggest gaming convention <laughs> of the year yes. for the gaming industry. It is when a lot of big announcements happen. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's been a ton of it so far. And we want to cover everything that's happened. Give uh, give some opinions. Get some uh, some fan feedback. And really just have a fantastic E3 special episode, which we do every year here at BXAB. Yes. Oh, man. E3. Who thought it could be better than last year, right? Well, I did going into it because I knew last year was not as the best E3 I've seen. So, Yeah, I'm about to say, I, I I, mean, last year's was good. Don't get me wrong. Like, some people will argue you that last year's was way better than this year's. But those people... They'd be fucking wrong. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to say that, but okay. Anyways... Guys, we're going to uh, forego the what we've been playing lately, and we're going to get right into some E3 coverage. Um, but first things first, we're just going to get out of the way. Who, for you, we're going around the room here, who won E3 for you? Oh, here we go. We don't, we don't, we don't need to deal this at the end. Sony. Hands down, Sony. Hands down. Hands down. We're not down. giving out reasons yet, but we're just gonna we're just gonna hit this real easy. Ethan. Well, I'm absolutely gonna have to say Sony. <laughs> it's Sony. Yep. 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 I. Yeah. I'm. I'm the. Uh, I'm the most. Uh, you know, balanced person here between systems and uh, Sony. Sony killed it. So, all right. Uh, and now we're gonna explain why. So let's uh, let's kind of explain to you how the how the day the the days have gone. The last couple days, guys, people have taken the stage like Bethesda, EA, then Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo. Uh, all of these people have been presenting and kind of talking about the future of their companies. Uh, so let's get started. We we started off with um, EA and Bethesda really kind of starting the show, mm-hmm. similar to last year, and we all got real excited because Bethesda last year dropped rocked the shit yeah, out of it. They the place. dropped bombs. They were like, "Oh, Fallout Shelter available now. Oh, uh, you know, Fallout Four coming this year. Oh, Pip Boy Collector's Edition pre order it now. You know, like they just they just Doom. they killed it." So we're like, yeah, okay, why would they be getting a stage again? They gotta be doing they're ready to do it again. And and go ahead, Jazzy. Go. Uh I uh <laughs> Okay. Okay. I'm not I'm gonna save I'm gonna save what I'm gonna it save was that good. I'm it just was gonna good. I'm just gonna go over kinda what kinda what they talked about, all right? Uh point number one, Quake Champions. All right. Yep. Saw that you'll get more, a you'll million get more, miles away. Yeah, yep. You'll get more at QuakeCon in August. Yeah, so just... stay tuned to that. Quake has a con? Yes, QuakeCon. QuakeCon. I think it's not just Quake. Like they call it QuakeCon, but it's like all it's like Doom and all, all that type oh, of stuff. Okay. It's probably all of Bethesda stuff. <laughs> but yeah, yeah QuakeCon yeah. Um I mean we saw this coming obviously because the Doom just came out, so they already have an engine for Quake. They already have a you know structure to put to build Quake around. Right. But they didn't even show any gameplay, so... Meh. Yep. Two, bam, Elder Scrolls Legends, a strategy card game. Eh. Meh. I guess they've talked about this before, and, and like, it's just been circling around, and when they came up with it, I was like, 
uh, don't really care. Okay. Yep. Boom. Fallout 4, three major DLCs coming up. Yes. So you're getting contraptions uh, this week? Yes. You're getting uh, Vault Tech in July? Yeah, so Contraptions is like, I wouldn't call, I mean, I don't know if it's a major up, uh, DLC, but it's a... Uh, to like, the build factor of the game, to for the sure. To the build factor, yeah. yeah. But there's no, like, story mode edition or yeah, anything no. like that. But, it, you know, you can build, like, elevators, and you can build, like, weird little, like, ball mazes, and you can... I, I, I'm not even sure what it's, like, really for. For those people that are, uh, bored. are bored and make, you know, it's, it's basically... <laughs> It's it's Mario Maker in Fallout 4. It kind of is, is, yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. All right. Uh, vault Tech, July of this year. Build your own vault. Yep. Now, that's pretty cool. And they came out and said that uh, there's going to be... It's not just build your own vault. There's going to be some story to it. There's going to be some things that you can do once you build the vault and uh, quest lines and stuff like that. So yeah, it's um, just like a customizable version of Fallout 4, which is super cool. Of Fallout Shelter? Fallout 4. This is Fallout 4. Right. Right. But basically, it's Fallout Shelter in Fallout 4. In Fallout 4. Right. Yeah. 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 Because you're going to be able to populate it with people and everything. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. And then, you know, when you have all this going on and you need a little break from your vault, where are you going to go? I think a theme park. A theme park would be good. How about uh, Nuka World? That sounds good. Yeah. August 2016. And it looks... It looks... Vast, uh, you know, they didn't show a ton about it, but uh, it it looks cool, and it's going to be on the next big DLC for Fallout dude. Just 4. that front picture where you see like the entrance to Nuka World, super cool looking. Yeah, looks really super neat. cool. I'm excited. It actually, like that was one thing I was like, that interests me enough to uh, to go visit Fallout Four, steal steal Jade's account because I never really played it much, so that way I'm high enough level, and uh, you know, go to Nuka World. Yep. Um. Next, bam. Fallout Shelter. They're getting some small tweaks and updates like uh, quests and a uh, PC version. Yeah, so they're gonna they're building on on Fallout Shelter. Hopefully, probably they're hoping that they're gonna bring back some uh, you know some attention to this game because I feel yeah. like that game was like you know you put in you know however many hours it was and then it was like cool I'm done with this. Um, they released it at last E3 and people went hard on it for about a week and a half and then just put it down. Yeah. Unless you're an Android player, then you waited a month, <laughs> went hard on it for like a week and a half, and then right. put it down. Yeah. Um, next is a game that they introduced called Prey. Yeah, so the return of Prey. So for those of you that aren't familiar, Prey, uh, there was a game of uh, called Prey on the uh, 360, Xbox 360, and it was... Um, Kind of a cult classic. Like, it, like people really liked that game, but it didn't get the uh, you know the mainstream attention that it deserved. So, kind you know, the uh, sequel kind of got got killed. Uh, there was always rumors about it, and nothing ever happened until now. And they showed a real cool trailer. Yep, and that is uh, also going to be get more info at QuakeCon. So yeah. Yep. We if, didn't see if, gameplay, but we saw a really cool just like teaser trailer. Teaser trailer, right? Uh, Doom, they decided to uh, tell us about the release of the Doom DLC, which is primarily multiplayer. Yeah, you're getting new maps, you're getting a new demon, um, you're getting you know some some all all that new stuff. Yep. But uh, they're also um, they also talked about the 
uh, the map map editor as well. Yes. So that's uh, that that interests me. Oh, it looks really. Cool. I like I like the map editor portion of it because you know get getting some early access to that game. The multiplayer was just awful. <laughs> yeah. So well. I mean, maybe we pick it back up and see if it kind of fixes the multiplayer a little bit, but... Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not... Like, I play so much multiplayer that Doom just doesn't uh, interest me as far on the multiplayer level, but, you know, we'll see. Next, bam, Elder Scrolls Online DLC drops this week. Boom. Dark Brotherhood. Yeah, and they showed some of it. Um, Dark Brotherhood, one of my favorite factions from... Uh, from, from Oblivion. Right. Uh, well, I mean, they've been around in, in multiple right. games, I believe. But, like, but, the major quest line of them was yeah. in that game. So it's cool to, to see them come back. It looks like, you know, you're, it looks pretty sweet that you're going to be able to go and, like, murder anybody you want pretty much. So, mm-hmm. But, um, you know, they, and they, they, they showed that off and also talked about that there's 7 million players on, uh, you know, Elder Scrolls Online, and they won MMO of the Year and all that stuff. So it's good to see that game which had a real shaky start, seems to be stabilizing quite well and doing doing just fine. Was there another major MMO that released last year? I I mean probably, but I guess we don't remember it. I guess the no. word I guess the word major. Then I don't know. All right, so I'm watching all of this conference, right? And like, I'm we're, thinking, we're the, like just because it didn't come out last, like technically. MMO of the year. It still includes can, all of the MMOs yeah, that are like right. continually running. Right, right, right. So, um, so I'm watching the Bethesda <laughs> conference up to this point, and I'm thinking to myself, why the hell did they take a main stage? None of that. Like, it's just DLC updates, a couple teaser trailers for some of their upcoming games. Like, there's no reason that they needed a main stage. Like, Okay, Bethesda, like, you came out last year, you blew your load, like, what, are you shooting blanks now, but you still want to play with the big dogs? Like, why did you get a main stage? Then they decided to talk about Bethesda VR. Yeah. Which was super cool because they're, like, incorporating it in all of their games. So, like, imagine being able to play Fallout 4 VR. Well, yeah, and they had examples at the show of... uh, of uh, fall VR Fallout, right? Like they did, where you were you were by the uh, the Red Rocket restaurant, mm-hmm. and you were uh, able to to play in full VR um, uh, via the was it the HTC Vive, I believe. HTC, yep, yeah, yep, exactly. Yeah, they've teamed up with them. So, so a lot of cool stuff with that. And afterwards, I was like, okay, that that was kind of legit because we really didn't hear anything about VR from Bethesda up until this point. Yeah, you know, no, they little, hadn't little to... stuff here and there, but nothing like major. Like, hey, we're gonna go big in VR. So I thought that was kind of cool. Like, all right, there's a little bit of content, and then bam, they hit you right at the end. And here's why you main staged at E3 2016. Dishonored two. Yeah, so Dishonored two, which um, you know, I've I've played the original Dishonored in if you which won Game of the Year um, back in 2012. And if you haven't played this game, they just released the definitive edition. Uh, well, yep. not just, but it's been out for a little while. You could play it, um, but the game is sweet. And I was very excited to see too, kind of to see where they were going to pick up. You know, and they showed a trailer last year, and it was it, they didn't tell us a lot though. And <laughs> well, this is what kind of irked me about this is Bethesda opened up their whole conference with playing that previous trailer. Yes, for the Sonic Two, and I'm like, really. 
you're going to come out and you're going to do the Sonner 2 and you're going to show the trailer you've already showed before. That's stupid. But nay, nay. Yeah. They, <laughs> they, they saved yeah, it for the end and that it, blew my mind. They saved it for a reason and that and that was because you're going to see gameplay. You're going to get a back, you know, you're going to find out the backstory about, um, you know, how, how this is taking place. And uh, and then they showed you a lot of the new. It's on an all new uh, game en- or a new engine too, and it right. looks gorgeous. And I will say this: out of all of the gameplay that we saw at E3, for me personally, this was the best gameplay because they had it was it was long. It was like eight minutes worth of gameplay, and they were like explaining everything to you and like the new moves and showing you how they worked and stuff. And like it was just great. Yeah, I um I don't know if I call it the best gameplay, but I have a biased reason. Um, but it was a very good gameplay, and it for a game that I honestly did not care about, it made me want to play it to the point where they showed just like we did last year a collector's edition popped up. Yep, Dishonored Two collector's edition where it comes with the assassin mask that uh, has existed since Dishonored One. And it's and it's it's wearable, <laughs> so I was like, right. I was like, yep, I want that. So that's already pre-ordered for me. But um, and oh, you're gonna give me the definitive edition that you get with that, right? And that's the other cool thing is that right. if you buy the new one, you get the definitive edition, uh, Dishonored One, uh, for free. Yeah, so you're yeah. gonna give that to me, right? No, no, no. I need that. It's I not fucking pu- hate you. Yeah, you you can borrow it. <laughs> but uh, you missed one big thing though. Uh, it's release date? No. Oh, well, anyways, it's release date's November 11th. November 11th this year, which is cool. Yeah. That game's really cool, but let's backtrack a little bit, because you missed a game. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Yeah, I did. Skyrim yes. remastered. Remastered, I did For the, uh, the current gen. I have that shit written down, too, and I <laughs> skipped over yeah. it. <laughs> and, um, you know, like, some people are upset about this. Some people are super excited. I, for one, am excited because they showed the screenshots, and it looks really, really nice. I was surprised that uh, they were able to improve the graphics that much uh, from that game that is now, what, five years old? So... I'll probably pick that up. I know Jade will pick it up for sure. But so overall, though, you know, with with Skyrim remastered, with Dishonored two, I still don't think they even needed a stage. No, they could have I done don't. this from their booth. Yep. Uh, I was I was quite surprised that they they went ahead and and still did this. I I just felt like they did, there wasn't enough there. There just wasn't nope. you know, and the crowd was you could tell because the crowd wasn't into it. Um, Honestly, know. the the thing I remember most, and this is this is kind of sad, but maybe maybe uh, they did this on purpose and they placed that guy there. But the thing I remember most from Bethesda's conference is the pre-show. They had the host of G4 on, correct? So they're talking all their pre-game stuff, and the guy that's sitting in the front row behind them, every time you flash back to the screen where the hosts are starting to talk after like these little clips, the guy changed his shirt into something else. Hmm. And I was like, why does this guy keep changing his shirt? What's it, what's it going to be next? I don't know. And then, bam, it's Snoopy. And then, bam, it's something else. And I'm like, man, 
That was the coolest part of this conference was the fact that I wanted to know what shirt this guy was going to have on the next time I went to that screen. Yeah, so it wasn't uh, it wasn't a, like lights out conference like they've had, but it was it was it was solid. Like they they really they showed yeah. some cool stuff off. They made me care about a game that I did, that I didn't care about going in, and uh, you know so I, I give them a passing grade. It wasn't anything special, so yeah. you know they get a, you know, a B minus. I just feel like last year they came out. I give them a C. It was yeah. all, it was all vanilla. None of it was that exciting. Dishonored, get, Dishonored two is a big piece. And a C plus. Yeah, I gave him a B minus. You're 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 one mark away from me. Nah, B minus. I got a lot of B minuses in school. No, I don't. You I got don't, way more Ds. No, I think they deserve a C plus. <laughs> Jazzy, you be the tiebreaker. What do they deserve? Oh man, adequate is C plus. Adi- uh, right. I really don't think the they guy need a main the main stage. The guy with the shirt that should be <laughs> I really don't think they He doesn't they even need... count. He counts. I have to... the... We're talking about the event. He's part of the event. If I have to pick between C plus and B minus, I'm gonna have to fare C plus. Uh... I don't think they needed the stage. That guy was a ploy. <laughs> he yep. was trying to make the conference you better. Fell for it, so B minus it is. <laughs> no, nope. But let's go on to what we all really care about. Uh, EA. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, you take this one over. I don't like EA. I'm only going to touch really one thing. Yeah, just touch one thing. I'm going to touch two things. If I touch anything, Ooh, I'm going to feel Tell like, me what you're going to touch. I'm going to touch... The, <laughs> I'm going to touch uh, that, that they showed the new FIFA, and uh, I don't want to spend a lot of time on it because it's a sports game. It's, you know, they, they all generally are the same every year, but... FIFA is now switched over to the Frostbite engine, which is your same engine that, like, you know, Star Wars Battlefront and Ooh. a lot of these games run on. So the uh, the 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 vision or the uh, graphics of the players and and the stadiums and stuff like that were they looked really impressive. And they're gonna play they showed, soccer in space. They showed Pe- no, they showed <laughs> Pele, and uh, yeah, and it was just like. A pic, it was like a still shot that I saw of Pele, and I was like, "Is at first I took like two glances. I was like, is that fake or real? Like, and the only reason they gave it away is because it was like modern day stadium and young Pele. That was like that was like what gave it away because it just looked so good. But uh, so that was cool. But really, the the big talk for EA um, was Titanfall two. So Titanfall two leaked out a little before the show, but they really uh, they they launched their trailer and. It looks intense. Uh, Titanfall 2, which is no longer an exclusive, coming out to the PS4, Xbox One, PC, and uh, it looks phenomenal. They they announced six mechs, which uh, in the past you only had three, so they doubled up the mechs, fully customizable, and the multiplayer looks insane. Uh, the the part that I just can't get out, I can't get out of my head. You got two mechs battling with melee weapons, mind you, which is also new. And they're just and like they both basically start to they're both failing so they pretty much knock each other's mech out so they both hit the eject button fl- shoot up 100 200 feet in the air and while they're in the air this dude just grappling hooks the other dude f- pulls them in and kills them and then lands on the ground and takes off and I was like yep I'm in <laughs> I'm so in like you know, I enjoyed the first Titanfall even though it died pretty quick because of its uh, you know shortcomings but. But honestly, the developers listened. There's a campaign. There's you know it's not exclusive to Xbox anymore. Like they've really tr- they're really listening to the fan base to be basically show that Titanfall you know Titanfall was a new idea that was that had some great features and it looks like Titanfall two might be like that. Like here we come, we're legit now. 
uh, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna have a ton of fun with this game. I'm gonna try it because it's coming to PS4. Yeah, that's like I'm not super excited for it, but it looks like a cool game that I could pick up. Right. However, like, and it's, it's, just it's, a, it's not another game. It's like. It didn't wow me enough to like want to go buy an Xbox if it wasn't exclusive. So. Right, but is your stab at uh, of soccer in space because of the game that you fucking want to play Maybe. that isn't even made by EA? Maybe. Yeah, okay. That's what I thought. Maybe. Shut your mouth. Battlefield 1, however, is by EA, and they got to show off some more of that, and that was pretty cool. It would look pretty cool. If you're into World War II style, it looks pretty wild. I saw a picture of Snoop Dogg playing Battlefield 1, and that got me pretty hyped up. <laughs> done and done. EA wins because <laughs> Snoop forgot about Snoop. Yep. Eat it, T-shirt guy. Oh you, you're not God. Snoop now. Yeah, uh, that's my take from EA. You know, like they they're they're whatever. EA's there every year type deal. Uh, less and less so much because they have their own show now. But uh, but they they still have a presence and and they showed off Titanfall two, which is all I really cared to. I wanted to know more about that. Right. And they showed a, a fun trailer, a good gameplay driven trailer. Drop a letter grade on it. Oh, uh, um, eh, fine. C plus, adequate. Yeah, I'm not even gonna grade it because I didn't watch it. I shit. didn't watch it either. I didn't, so I didn't even watch it. Yeah. It wasn't that important to me. All right, so um, you I know, watched the Titanfall trailer. That was it. Yeah, which was sweet. I'll give it to you. I said like it was cool. It looked like a cool game. Yeah, you can see where a lot of uh, Call of Duty features come from. You would too. Yeah, you're gonna fucking. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. That, that game does game. look. Yeah. God. The game does look all right. You just want to hate. That's all you want to do. You want to fight. It's not hate. that I hate the game. It's just there's so many other games that were so amazing. Right. Yeah. So uh, that was the, that was our first night of EA. Uh, or sorry, our first night of E3, and we were kind of like left like man. Hopefully the big boys like bring something because right. so far, this has been a letdown. Uh, you know, where last year we we came out the gates just flying Fallout Four, and and we were already playing fucking Fallout Shelter by the time we were watching the big guys take the stage yep. the next day. So, um, you know, my uh, next up we have uh, during the day, uh, the following day, which would have been what uh, this would so this would have been Monday. Yeah, Monday. 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 Yeah, Monday we would have had uh, Microsoft take the stage. Yep. And everyone's wondering, what are we going to get? Because a lot of their stuff has been delayed or or, or not even announced. So, Mr. Info over here, what, what did what did Microsoft do to win some of the, uh, the market share back? They gave you more delays. <laughs> I'm just kidding, no. So, I'm going to go through this, and then at the end of it... We're going to talk about how, how good it was. Yeah, we're going to, yep. Yep, I agree. And and Jay Z Rage Quit might come out, and he might not. You never he know. Might, yeah, you never know. All right, JJ Bitch Fest no, coming out. <laughs> All right, number one. Uh, they start off with the Xbox One S, and they dropped the two ninety nine price tag on it, and said it'll be available in August. Yeah, that uh, boy's gonna be slim. Slim as shit. It looks like a PS four. It looks like a PS four <laughs> because that was a good design. Yeah, it. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, it looks good. Yep. You know, like if, if we want to compare it to a PS4, guess what? That means it looks good. Right. I, I don't, uh, besides that, the the big thing, the only big thing I take away from it is that the power brick is built into the system. So it's a 40% reduction in size. There's applause. Yeah. 40, right. 40% reduction in size. So almost half. And the power brick's built in, which is the first Microsoft, or it's the first Xbox ever to do that. Right. Here's my thing, though. 
so the, after no, the original Xbox doesn't have a brick. Well, that's what they said on the air. Well, they straight up lied. I'm calling Dude, them they, out. They said a lot original of shit Xbox does not have a brick. That was <sighs> huh? Like it yeah. absolutely does not. Yeah, you're right. I don't think it does. I mean, it was also massive, so that's probably why. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. The thing was also the size of a VCR, but it was yeah. 2002 or whatever. So, so, so after I see this and they they tell you all the features, like, oh, the power brick's gonna be inside. It's gonna have a slim, sleek new look. The controller's gonna have Bluetooth capability, right? Well, I mean, that, yeah, that's one of the features. So that hey. the the new controller, right? The new controller. Yeah. Like, hey, this shit should have already happened. Like, the. I just I just feel like the Xbox Slim should have been the Xbox One. Wait, hold on. Time out. There's a USB port on the front of the <gasps> system. I did. That was something I was about to say because, you know, who knows why it wasn't in the first place? It was on the side, when, the when, front when, side. When your when your uh, when your system requires double uh, A batteries, you think you'd be able to sling on a USB port on the front of that bad boy. Uh, but it it actually seems like in the redesign of the Slim, uh, Microsoft went ahead and listened to complaints of the fans and they fixed some of the problems with with the system, which that's one thing I have to say, other than the interface, which we complain about every other week here on the yeah, show. Yeah, so here you go. Microsoft has slim... done a good job trying to make changes for the fans. Yeah, hey, let's give them a nice, pretty new system that looks really good, slim and sleek, and then they turn it on and are fucking lost. <laughs> like... I wouldn't be as lost if I played it more. Okay, like this like, is probably like true. part of that. Part of that is my fault. But but to be fair, that time where I bitch raged about it, it actually was because the the oh, the whole the whole OS didn't load. I actually had to reboot the whole goddamn system because half it my, is made by Microsoft. Half my OS was missing. But um, but yeah, like you know, they those were some of the physical features. But then it does support uh, 4K playback yep. on your Blu-rays and uh, and and high dynamic range uh, for Blu-ray for gaming and for uh, video playback. Right. So, um, you know, you're going to be able to enjoy 4K uh, with Blu-rays like um, Ultra Blu-ray, I think they're calling it now or whatever. So, um, and that's about it. Yeah. And 2.99 for 500 gigs, yeah. and then it goes up from there. Yep. Yeah, that's typical. That's average. What you can buy up to a two, for a limited time, they're saying you'll be able to buy a two terabyte system for three ninety nine. Oh wow, three ninety nine. I think three ninety nine. But um, that doesn't seem right. But maybe. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's fifty dollar jumps. But um, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Anyways, you'll be able to buy a two terabyte drive, uh, and a, and then there's going to be a one terabyte that's uh, available always. But they, they keep calling the two terabyte a limited time. Like offer, yep. So, all right. The next uh, next part of their conference was their big boy, which I'll get into in a minute. But I want to explain something beforehand. Is they really pushed during this game the uh, fact that they now have Xbox Play Anywhere, which basically is um, crossplay for your Xbox. So you can crossplay from Xbox One, and you can get it. A lot of this stuff on Windows 10 for PC, and the Play Anywhere allows you to like put it down from one system, and then pick up your PC, and then continue playing your game from there. To me, this was the best part of Microsoft's presentation because not only is that a, an availability, it they're they're saying that when you buy an Xbox One game, it's if it's available on Windows 10, it's going to be free. Yep. The cross, you know, you get it on both platforms, and to me. 
that that would be an amazing selling point for someone who maybe is a PC gamer, but you know, thinking about picking up one of the consoles. Right there, that let that lets you know which one you'd want to buy because that allows you to play on both platforms, and for and it doesn't it's not going to cost you anything different. And I think that's awesome. It's, yeah, it's also interesting um, in the in certain concept like. Steam's got to be kind of pissed off. You know what I'm saying? Like, example, right. okay, so now I can buy Overwatch on the Xbox One and then play it on my PC as well. Now, I'm not. Now I'm, I'm probably still playing with... And here's the other thing that confuses me, too, about this. Overwatch is a great example. The reason why PC Overwatch and console Overwatch don't... They don't play together is because PC has an upper hand... Uh, gener- you know, with the mouse keyboard combination. If I can play ga- Overwatch on my PC, which is still going to be tied to my Xbox uh, community, it's not like I'm going to be able to suddenly play with the PC community. That, as far as I'm aware, yeah, no, it's just like it's like play anywhere. So you could play the game on PC or Xbox. I still think they have their separate like right. So can I servers. use the keyboard and mouse to play Overwatch on my PC? You know, through my Xbox community. That's a really good question. Yeah, very good question. You know, like, I don't know. They never really kind of right. specified it. So, like, all of a sudden, is there an unfair, you know, advantage? But um, at the same time, it's very cool because many of us have laptops, right? Many of us have these 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 portable devices. So they technically now almost have a handheld style device where I can play all my Xbox games even when I'm in Seattle at a convention, mm-hmm. as long as I have my laptop. That's that seems pretty cool to me. Uh, as long as again, I don't I, I don't know if they explained it. Uh, I didn't I didn't catch all of the Xbox uh, convention or uh, show, but you know, is it a streaming thing? Is it something like is it like PS4 where I have to have my system on, you know, in order for it to work on my computer? Dude, they didn't answer any of this. Like yeah. a lot of a lot of Microsoft's conference left a lot of questions. Like they'd be like, they'd have some big like tagline or like quote that they used and it's like so it sounded really cool to try to hype you up but then it's like well what does it do like yeah like why like can you do this it's confusing i have questions i summed up i summed up the microsoft uh show pretty much as it was a lot of talk yeah not a ton of not a ton of detail but a lot of talk so anyways we get to play anywhere yep so you get to play anywhere and that's basically that they introduced that because like most of their games are going to have this where if you purchase it you could play it on both on both you get it for both you know so you can play it on Xbox 1 or Windows 10 for your PC and then the second thing that they drop and here's where Ethan's going to be even more happy is they drop Gears of War 4 which looks sweet October 12th is one that drops and here's the big thing that Ethan's going to have so, so much fun with he's got his PC version of Gears of War 4. And Jazzy buys an Xbox One and plays Gears of War 4. This is hypothetical because that'll never happen. I'm not buying an Xbox One for Gears of War 4. Wait, but... is this going to work on my broken MacBook? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> then I'm probably not playing yeah. anything. That's, that's why work. it's, it's gonna, hypothetical, gonna, He's going right? to take my Alienware. Yeah. Yeah, so, right. and, here's, and here's where it kind of meets a happy median that Jay was kind of just making a point about is you are going to be able to cross-play co-op Gears of War 4, PC, and Xbox One. I think that's cool. Yeah, it's real cool. I mean, I won't need that because I already have my squad I'll be running with for, on the Xbox One. God of Games! Shout out, buddy. I'm ready. He, he already texted me, literally. The trailer ended. He was like, 
Oh my god, that game looks amazing. Yeah, but think about it now. If I want to play with you guys, I don't have to buy an Xbox One because I can just buy it for Windows 10. Yeah, and a, and and I'm assuming a controller too, but you would need some form of a controller. But well, I mean, you pre-ordered the, you know, the. Oh, thank thank you. Why don't you shut up? <laughs> we haven't talked about that yet. Yeah, I did pre-order it. <laughs> a two hundred dollar. <laughs> Elite controller. Uh, my next elite controller, because I just sold my just elite controller. I literally just one. sold this bitch because I wasn't using it, and someone and our our actually the the owner of our sponsor uh, decided he he bought an Xbox One and he's really getting into it, having a lot of fun, and he wanted an elite controller. I said, babe, before you go spend full price, I have one that's been used three times. Here, you can have it for a hundred bucks. You know. Um, <laughs> just to turn around and fucking pre-order a two hundred dollar one. It's, these 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 assholes they they just know how to get my money. They know how to get my money. Oh, you dumb as hell. Talk but about Gears of War four. Gears of War four. They showed it off some more, and uh, you know, I'm, I, Gears of War four. Or sorry, Gears of War super popular for multiplayer. Right. I've never really cared ton about the multiplayer. I've loved the story, and this one really worried me because. It's you know it takes place with the next generation. You got you have JD. You have uh, I forgot the chick's name now, but you have like this next like wave of heroes. And um, I just I remember I, I remember like I don't know a couple months ago I kind of like gave it shit because I was like man I just don't think it's gonna be any good. The characters are really what drove that game, and you know some of them are dead, some of them are you know who knows where, where the other ones are. And then they released the trailer where it shows, you know, it shows the whole family and the little boy. And then he and then it keeps flashing to the future where he's grown up and he's running through the woods. And in the end, he ends up at the tree that him and his dad like carve, you know, carve their their initials into it. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait now. All, all of a sudden, I was like just super in like JD's the new badass. And I want to know his whole backstory, what happened to to everybody well, guess what? At the Microsoft show, we got some more footage where they're just going through this level and they're, you know, we're getting to see some gameplay. And the gameplay looked good. The graphics looked good. You know, like everything seemed, got, you know, felt like God of War. You know, they brought a lot of the people back from the, from the old uh, development company uh, to help out the coalition in their um, development of this game. And... It felt really good, but I, and I was kind of like, yeah, I don't know, this looks good, but it's, I'm not like super excited. <laughs> and and I, I literally, I told, I was telling you, uh, you that I was watching mm -hmm. it, and Ethan was over, and I'm like, yeah, it's cool, I'm like I'm gonna get it, but you know, like this this trailer's not like wowing me. And did then, it not have enough disturbed music in it? For yeah, you? exactly, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but um, first of all, for that trailer, it worked great. Oh yeah, it was. Okay. It was really I just think David Draymond's a douche. I know you hate yeah. you hate him, but <laughs> <laughs> in the end, you have uh, your your first your first person style. You don't even see that, but it looks like you're JD, and you walk into this room, and your dad's sitting there, basically just old, and basically saying "Welcome home." So like instantly, I get pumped. I'm like, oh my god, because. Because the first trailer you get where, like, he's a kid and then it goes flashes back and he goes, you know, it kind of felt like maybe his dad, his mom, everybody that he loves was gone. Like, you know, maybe they got killed by this new this new villain. I was, you know, I'm not sure. Um, 
but you know, he he walks in, and, and he, you know the uh, the character leans out of the shadows and just looks at him and goes, "Welcome home, son." And, and it ends, and I was just like, <laughs> "I was like, okay, I take everything back. I take everything back. I take it all back." So I'm super pumped. It doesn't tell me anything, but I'm like, okay, you know, sweet. I get this in October, and that's when Jazzy comes over and he's like talking about you know uh, the the show and everything. He had watched it all, and he's like, yeah, did you see the new Xbox Elite controller? Oh, I made the joke. I was like, yeah, we can even get you know colored controllers. Yep. And he's like, yeah, yeah, but did you see the new Xbox Elite controller? And I looked at him. And I was like, no, there's a new Xbox Elite controller. What? Why do they need a new one? And he's like. You're not gonna like this. And I was like, "Oh God, it's a God of War, it, it, or it's a Gears of War, isn't it?" He goes, "Yeah, it's a Gears of War <laughs> Xbox Elite controller." And instantly, I'm on my phone. I'm like, "What? What? What? <laughs> what?" <laughs> so I find it, and I find the article, and I'm scrolling down, like pre-order now. And I was like, "What?" And I'm like trying to find it online. I'm like, "Go to Amazon, not on Amazon." I'm like, "Go over here, not over there." I'm like, Shh. "I'm like, fuck, it's sold out everywhere. I already missed this shit. Damn it!" And then like, I, so I, I kind of like get all pouty face and I go back to YouTube and I watch the high def like video of the controller and I'm like crying I'm like <laughs> it's so beautiful <laughs> and then right at the end it's, there's a cl- link that says click here to pre-order and I was like what and I click it it took me to the Microsoft store which still had them and I pre-ordered that bitch $199.99 more than a standard <laughs> elite controller because the bitch is splattered with blood has a gears cog uh, symbol on it it looks it has like a, an actual gouge like Physic- like scratch marks physical it, scratch yeah. marks in it like uh, like one of the creatures got a hold of it and uh, like all the anodized or all the stainless steel options of the controller are like anodized red uh, the, the D-pad has like w- has different gun symbols on the D-pad which way you push to, to equip the different guns and I was like shit man Gears is like my favorite I liked it Gear- because it had like a, fl- a flat like bluish gray color of the controller and it looks sweet yeah, yeah. It. I just it, want to call it fog. I don't know why, but I feel like I should call that color I, fog. I think. I think it. It may be the coolest special edition controller I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah. Like I was like, oh man, for that's, sure, that's pretty cool. Um. Yeah. I. Man. It, it was it was fantastic. Everything everything about everything about that part of the show I was happy with. I was like, yeah. "Yep, I'm so because I was already ready for Gears. I already had it pre-ordered. I was already I was ready." And so like this was just got me like like I was like, "Eh, they're going to talk about it, but I really don't care." And then they did that and I was like, "Okay, I care." And then they threw the controller at me and I was like, "Well, I guess I do need the <laughs> Elite controller after all." So, um yeah, yep. that's it. All right. Well, next I'm gonna I'm gonna rattle off a few here, and then we'll hit like the major ones. So I'll just go over some major some some points to it. Uh, Killer Instinct gets the Gears character General Ron, I believe you say it. Ron, if I say that correctly. Um, they showed Forza Horizon Three, which is gonna be four player co op, also cross compatible, so like PC players can play with Xbox One with, I believe. Don't quote me on this. I'm going to have to look it up. But I believe the Xbox 360 might be getting this game. You can play with them as well, too. That'd be pretty wild. So the four-player co- yeah, four co-op. That releases September 27th of this year. And then the next one that we want to talk about, a small game that Jay may or may not be interested in, 
but I believe its name is ReCore. And that yeah. got a drop date. Kind of pumped you up a little bit. September 13th of this year. Yeah, I was like, oh man, this could be a good birthday gift, like for sure. I, I did not expect it this year, for sure. After, right. after the delay, I was like, okay, that's, that got pushed just like Scalebound got pushed. Just you know, like, And so when they dropped that, on top of some legit gameplay... Yeah, that um, so it's by the creator. So by retro uh, retro games, um, retro studios, and, and they made uh, Metroid uh, Metroid Prime series. So um, one of, you know one of my favorite series, one of Ethan's favorite series, and so I got really excited about it in the beginning, and uh, man, did I get super pumped! I'm like, well, sweet. Not only so I got that game, and then I'll have Gears right after, and so like I feel like the tail end of this year, my Xbox is gonna start to see some love again. Yep. And um, yeah, no, it looked really cool. The the different the um. So she, it's a female character that looks like a pretty, pretty awesome badass herself. Looks very Ray esque. Very Ray esque from Star from Star Wars, but uh, she like has these like energy orbs, and she's able to place them into these like mech creatures. And so, and she has different ones that kind of uh, you know do different things. She has a dog that's more of like a scout. She has a giant one that's more like a gorilla and just like heavy, heavy like uh, damage. And, uh, and and then she has another one that really kind of helps her uh, travel through difficult areas of, of the world. But um, it's like a mech spider. Yeah, almost. like a mech spider. Yeah. So um, it, it looks really cool. I'm super happy it's coming out this year. And uh, you know, I wish they showed me more. I feel like they, they didn't show me enough. Uh, the trailer was weird because it was like. Art clip into a gameplay, then art clip into yeah. a game. It's like yeah, they it, it's, blended it. It almost felt to me like they didn't have enough gameplay ready to show us, so they like did this weird like the trailer just didn't feel right. Yep. But at the same time, it felt good. Like yeah. I was. It happy. looked good. It happy. just didn't. Yeah. Because last year we saw it, but we didn't see any gameplay. It was the yep. amount? It was the original announcement of the game, and I was like super pumped. So I'm happy to see some gameplay, and I think it's trending in the right direction. Yeah, I I agree with you completely. I feel like. I feel like the best way to describe it is it looked good, it didn't feel right. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. at the end, it just left you kind of like, what the hell is that? Like, yeah. <laughs> Can I backtrack for one quick second? Because I, I realized I made a huge... I, I kept saying, like, father-son, father-son, and I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't like, uh, explain any of it. So JD is or is uh, is Marcus's, Marcus' son. We're talking about Gears of War. We're back Gear, to Gears yeah, of War. Yeah, we're at Gears of War. Marcus Phoenix, like, your main character of, of, the, of the, you know, original games. Has a, a wife and son in this trail in the trailer that got released a couple months ago, and it was real cool, blah blah. But in this, he's tra- you know he's fighting through, and the the female that's also a a, a gear with him, you know, uh, with JD, like is is trying to get to her mother. So now I'm starting to wonder if they're like brother sister, or if maybe it's just a separate person that's trying to get their mom. I don't know, but at the end. JD walks into a room and Marcus is there and he's old with a beard and he just look he looks again it's just like oh my god Marcus is alive he's alive he's alive <laughs> yeah. so you know it just it, it got everybody amped up to be like okay now I really want to like I want to know more I want to know more so uh, yeah I didn't put any names down there and I, I felt bad so there we go all right, uh, another couple that they rattled off. They went into a little bit about the Division Underground DLC, which drops June 28th. 
They had a little segment about Minecraft Realms. I forget the actual release date, but it's coming up soon here. It's within the next couple months. Um, I missed that, but um, showed a little bit of gameplay of that. And Minecraft always has a weird presentation. Like they come out and do this weird thing, and I just get lost in it. Maybe because I'm not a Minecraft player. I don't know. But then the next trailer that they sh- that they showed, I have mixed feelings on, and that was. They showed gameplay for Final Fantasy 15. I was super pumped for this game. I'm a Final Fantasy fan. I like playing the games. Had a lot of fun with a lot of it. Hearing last year the drop that they're doing the remake of 7, I was even more super pumped for anything Final Fantasy. And I gotta tell you, here's where my contradiction is. First of all, they give us a release date September 30th. So we're going to get that soon as well. So maybe possibility your Xbox could be getting some more love if you want to play it there. Um, the game looks gorgeous. All right? it the Graphically, it looks gorgeous. Here's the problem I have with the clip that they showed of gameplay. First of all, Microsoft, I don't know if you, if you realize this or not, but... When you're going to demo a game that's like this level game, Final Fantasy 15, get somebody that knows how to play the game. Because this <laughs> dude got hit by everything. Everything. So, they show a clip where they're like fighting this like giant titan type thing, like stone titan. And he like keeps smashing his arm in the ground and then sweeping it across the stage. And this guy's supposed to like phase through it and he can't do it. So he just keeps getting bowled over by this arm. Second of all, why did you show this as your gameplay? Like, it's them, like, fighting some, like, crappy Titan monster, and it's, like, doesn't show anything as far as, like, the style of gameplay that there is or anything. It just, it looked like a a little movie cinematic to me. It's just, oh, I had so many problems with it. Not to mention, like... I, and I realize it's Final Fantasy 7, or Final Fantasy 7. And I realize it's Final Fantasy, so you're going to kind of have that art style to it, but I felt like it was a boy band. Like, everybody in in Final Fantasy 15 looks like they're part of a boy band. Have you ever played Final Fantasy after, like, 7? Yeah. Final Fantasy, they, they, they look Japan the game. Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> and I and I get it, but it was just like, I don't, I don't know why it affected me so much this... Here, let me let me versus... just help you out. Shut up! You're gonna buy the game anyways, and you're Fuck gonna this game. and then you're gonna be like, I love Fuck it. This oh game. my god, Final Fantasy! Oh. That was you just like sucking its dick. They'll fuck this game. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. that's not what you said after uh, after you saw another trailer of it. Later that trailer on. was good though. <laughs> so it's all about the trailer, huh? Good trailer. They got your money. Got it. Yeah, fucking put your like. I think that's true. I don't, under, I don't understand why they played that trailer. Like, it's like Final Fantasy. Did, did you, you guys need see? To give it a trailer did you guys see both copies. trailers? I know, I know that you guys seen uh, the Sony version of the trailer because we were we were all together. But did you guys see the Final Fantasy version, um, the Microsoft version of the trailer? I decided I didn't want to throw up, so no. Yeah, it was garbage. I may have oh. even got up to get a drink of water during the Sony one because I don't care about this game at all. So. Oh well. <laughs> Why don't you give him shit? He's the producer. He makes us sound good. Oh, fuck it. And we know I'm an idiot, so... (laughs) (laughs) He likes... He plays Jaws on the Xbox. Jaws Unleashed is amazing! (laughs) No, it's not amazing. I just... I don't have any interest in this game. I've tried playing Final Fantasy games before. They don't do anything for me. 
and this, I can, you know, and we'll continue to talk about this as I, you know, I have a PlayStation. Watching the PlayStation conference, there's half a dozen games that they showed that I'd much rather play. So I know I'm not going to spend my 60 bucks on Final Fantasy yeah. 15. I, I, you know, am not swearing on my grave or anything like that, but I really don't think it's going to happen. I think there's plenty of other games I'd rather play, and I think I'm going to pass on this one because I don't really care. Yeah. yeah. So... So let's get let's get to the meat and potatoes of this conference, all right? <laughs> Changes to Xbox Live. <laughs> this is oh my gosh. <laughs> so changes to Xbox Live. Here we go. Background music capability. What? You yes. can play music in the background now? You can yes. do that in your original Xbox. Yes, you can. <laughs> yep. I have a Devil Driver CD loaded into mine. Congratulations, Xbox. <laughs> yeah. You're back to where you started. Hold on. If it gets better, ready? Language region selection. So Ooh. if you decide that you want to listen to your Xbox that's an American Xbox in a different language. I don't need an explanation about this. Keep going. <laughs> What's next? The introduction of Cortana. Great. Next. Um, there's going to be three new major ports, parts of Xbox Live. Great. Next. Here they no. go. <laughs> Clubs. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. I you, get could, th- you could join a fucking club. Okay, listen. PlayStation just added it to theirs as communities. Communities. But and I it will... flopped. Hey, I have a Destiny community. There's like 30 people in it. It flopped. No one uses How many it. times have you gone to that Destiny community? Well, you know what? That just means we have a bad community. It doesn't mean it's flopped. Flopped. You are part of one community. You I am are part you. of three. No, I'm part of three no, fucking communities. Not. I swear to God. Fine, name them. I uh, the Destiny community that we're in. Sure. I'm in an Overwatch community. Okay. And I'm in this other guy randomly sent me into his gamer community. That and how many people was, are in those communities? Um, the Overwatch ones populated. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So there's, there's probably game. all sorts of shit going on in there. Yeah. Okay. Actually, I do get I do get posts like oh. probably two or three oh. every time I turn it on. Like, really? Yeah. Interesting. Anyways, clubs. However, I don't go into them or that's your or do own it. fault. I fucking that hate has it. Nothing <laughs> to do with if it flopped or not. It has to do with do you just are you that for me? Person? It's a flop. That's fine for you. Everything's a flop. It's a fucking you, flop. <laughs> your dick's a flop. <laughs> I'm a I damn it! He stole it from me. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna flop my dick on this club. <laughs> but, <laughs> So they're adding clubs, but the one thing I did like that that I heard about this is that, again, the Play Anywhere feature kind of plays into this, is that you can chat with people that are in the... The club acts as a chat channel as well, and you can chat with people from your phone and the computer. So you don't even have to be on your Xbox. Yeah, that's kind of cool. You could jump in and be like, hey guys, you know, like, uh, you're going to be on in the next uh, half hour? I'm on my way home from work, and, uh, you know, I'm going to yeah. jump on, blah, blah, that's blah. That's kind of cool. I don't know. It's just it seems like a, an interesting feature. Yeah, too yeah. bad nobody plays Xbox. Oh my God! Here we go. Uh, next, next one. Looking for group. This one I'm actually going to give it some props. This LFG. is cool looking. Yeah, this is super cool. Like, I I do wish they had something like this in uh, the PlayStation Network because yeah. it make it a lot easier to find like raids for Destiny. Or and... you just build it into your fucking game and stop yeah. being stupid, Bungie. <laughs> Shit, man! Like it's sad. If that we you, sell it's... our Xbox, if we sell our PlayStation fours and buy Xbox ones, please don't and then do that. Start our characters of Destiny all over. You guys are my only friends. We technically can do. <laughs> don't worry. We all know that we buy you everything, so you'll get an Xbox too. Yeah, you'll get an. You Xbox. guys will feel bad for me for abandoning me. <laughs> um. Um. So yeah, the, the club s- seems kind of cool. I don't know. And the last one is Arena. 
Yeah. Which, I mean... Tournament arena. Yeah, it seems pretty cool, but I just don't, like... I guess I just wasn't super hype about it because the way that they sold it, it was like a bunch of like smaller games, and it's like, hey, you can do this, and then, and then of course they're like, they're saying that when this when this releases, you can play this game and these types of games and these types of games, and then of course here's Microsoft's big thing for their whole conference: super careful with their words. Uh, and then in the years to come, you could play games like FIFA. Okay, years to come. What am I gonna get this? Twenty eighteen, like. Yeah, I mean, what's so hard to I, make? You know, FIFA you're starting, into a you're starting to see, you're starting to see a shift in gaming. Like when they announced Grand Theft Auto last year, not Grand Theft Auto, Grand Turismo last year, they announced that there's going to be a whole league that you're going to be able to participate in. You know, you have League of Legends that has seasons. You have competitive mode coming out for Overwatch that'll have seasons every couple months. You know, so you're starting to see this like competitive level that is more than just jump into a death match and try to win that match. Right. Which is perfect. That's what I want. I want to say, hey, if I'm going to go into competitive game mode and I'm going to bust my ass to do something good, then I want to be, you know, rewarded for it in the sense of I'm in gold tier, I'm in platinum tier or whatever. And, and, and like, League has done it in a way where they pull all the talent for their damn pro league from from the, that system they put into their game. So it even makes sense for the developer to have it because it's like, okay, Destiny 2 all of a sudden has this structure, right? And now they want to build a Destiny League well, they could pull they, they pulled the best talent based off of all the analytical data that they just got for free because people just play the game. So I don't know. I, I really like what what's going on here. I'm glad Microsoft has stepped up and and uh, and done this. I, I'm interested to see, you know, is it going to be something like, hey, here's the weekly tournament, and if you win, then you know your your score goes on the scoreboard, or is it going to be like real tournaments, like hey, like you can win a free year of Xbox Live, right? You can win Microsoft points. Like, I, it doesn't have to be money based. I get like there's all sorts of issues with the idea of winning money, but like, you know. Hell, give me an Xbox T-shirt for crying out loud right. if I win something. Yeah, so uh, that would be be kind of cool. We'll see. So, all right, rattling a few more off. We have got early 2017 Tekken Seven. Dope, garbage. <laughs> Tekken Seven. It'll probably have good. a better launch than Street Fighter. So <laughs> it absolutely that, yeah. will. Absolutely. Not probably. How do you not? Well. Yeah, there's a guarantee yeah. on that. And am I am I guarantee. correct in saying that maybe your next point they're going to offer Tekken Tag Two for free for gold members? Uh, that p- could be true. It is true. I looked it up. And yep. no one cares. Hey, if I had an Xbox One, I'd be hyped because Tekken Tag on the PS2 was the shit. <laughs> 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 All right, that game was dope. So they're making a sequel to Tekken Tag. Sign me up. So are you more excited for Tekken Tag or Tekken 7? I'd actually be more excited for Tekken Tag. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because Tekken Tag was super fun. But, I mean, in general, I mean. So Tekken we got 7. to see a trailer and a what they're calling holiday release 2016 of Dead Rising 4. Yeah, that looked pretty. That actually looked really good. Yep. Um, I didn't play a ton of 3. Uh, I bought it. And then I played a little bit of it, and uh, I think I played with uh, Button Master Caleb. There, there was co-op options to that game, um, and it was fun. But I don't know something about something about the, those games that like the first one was was pretty good. The second one, you had to take care of like your 
your kid, so you had to keep running back and, like, giving her stuff so that the virus wouldn't kill her. So, like, in an open world where you could explore and build and do all sorts of shit, like, having to run back to, like, make sure to babysit pissed me off big time. Let her die. Yeah. Yeah. So and then the third one got away from that where it was it was more enjoyable. So but this this one looked pretty wild. Yeah. Uh we've got some uh Gwent from CG Project Red. Yes. And there is a closed beta that starts September 16th. So that's going to be pretty cool. I signed up for it cuz I loved Gwent playing sure. Witcher like smart so did, move so how they they took their analytics of this game and said, hey, we gave everybody this huge open-world concept game of the year, and we had more people sitting in taverns playing Gwent than playing the game. So I don't know if that's true analytic. No, they just said that they had, like, all of these hours. They didn't say more people. They just said we had tons of people. So you're a liar. Tons of hours logged, so okay? I'm pretty sure liar. that was the... Fucking you need said. to get it together. We have journalistic integrity here on the BXAB podcast, Jesse, and I will stand for you coming on here and saying lies out of your mouth hole. Yeah, Bianca. So, sea of Thieves. <laughs> That's a 2017 release. Date. I thought Sea of Thieves looks cool. Yeah, highlight of the show. Yeah. It, I honestly thought it was the coolest looking game that they showed, minus Gears of War 4, because that looked pretty good. We but all knew that was going to be great, though. Here's my problem is... If you take this game and you take the commentary of the people playing it out, like take those boxes of the the faces of everybody playing the game out of that trailer, do you want to play that game? Yes, because it's made by Rare. Okay, so you... <laughs> fuck you. I know, you're, you. I know you're trying to hate on it, but it's made by Rare. I just have, like, I have little hope for this Rare game because... And then second of all, like, maybe I needed to know more about it too because... Can you man like a single person pirate ship, or do you have to have four people to to man a pirate ship? Because it, then it's evolve all over again, and is, I won't get enough friends to it play. It's made me. by Rare, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is the game that Rare showed off. Yeah. So, um, like again, you're part of a gaming company that everybody plays, and you don't even own an Xbox. So why are you worried about if you have enough friends to be on a ship? Because I don't... have integrity of journalism. <laughs> that, make, that makes no sense. I'm not sure you know what either of those words mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes no sense. And out of everybody here, you don't. So okay, State of Decay. Okay, okay, State of Decay two, 2017 release date. Okay, so How do you State, feel about so that? I played State of Decay. I got early access to it when it came to the Xbox One. And I was like, everyone was hyping this game, and I kind of was like, eh, I don't, eh, I don't know. I enjoyed it, but I just wasn't like that excited. And then they showed State of Decay two, and man, does this game look way better, way updated. I was like, holy shit! Now, given State of Decay came to the Xbox One from PC. So it, it had already been out for a while. It already, you know, it had started the the engine had aged. This is on an all new engine, and it looks really nice. The trailer was a lot was really cool, and um, you know they really pushed the whole cooperative like, you know, survive together type deal. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, you know, not my favorite uh, like zombie survival game of the show, but definitely made me. Th- Interested. Another another piece I was like, cool, Xbox exclusive, something to check out. Yep. I'm going to let you talk about this one because I know it's your favorite. Record is my favorite. This week, 
the beta drops. Oh god! Right now, so you could play it for one week, starting the conference. So when you hear this, it'll be you got like six days left. Halo Wars Two. Yeah. And I know you're super excited for this, and I know you're super excited to get the release date of February 21st. Yeah, February 21st, 2017. Okay, cool. What do you got next? Uh, you don't want to talk about that? <laughs> no, I don't want to talk about okay, that game Okay, yeah, let's not talk about that so game at the all. Game, looks no like one it, asked it for does. It, it looks like garbage. I mean, let's be honest here. Like, uh, Who cares? It's an RTS on a console, which not many RTSs have been successful on a console. Even yep. the original Halo Wars was kind of rough. Now, if you're an RTS fan, sure. But I just I don't know many Halo Wars fans that that all of a sudden how many years down the road seven seven years down the road that that they came out with a sequel it just feels to me like uh, oh man we need games let's just let's just throw this out there I it, I watched the trailer and I'm like this doesn't look any better than the original yep like, well you don't you don't you don't try to you know make perfection better. <sighs> I'm not. Even, I'm not even going to. Yeah, let's move no. on. Fucking no. Ethan is he's, just fucking. He's trying to poke me right yeah, now. Yeah, he's poking the bear. And it's not even. And it's, it's yeah, not we're not even, even in the Sony's conference yet. Like, cool. let's calm down a little it's bit. It's not even worth it, though. That's right. the thing. Like, I don't even want to get upset. I don't even want to fight. I don't even want to fight about this because it's that. Like, it's not worth it. I was not impressed at all. I nope. don't care at all. I won't play the beta, and I will not buy this. Game. Awesome. So now let's talk about my biggest disappointment in Microsoft's whole conference in the fact that last year you came out and you announced this game and you got me super super hype and I'm like yes finally something that's gonna make me buy an Xbox One and then you delay the bitch like a month ago into 2017 which I'm thinking hey maybe they'll have a solid day for us now nope still sometime in 2017 but they did have gameplay for us of Scalebound and I hated it it looked really unfun. It looked super <laughs> unfun. I was so pumped. I was like, dragons, and you can kind of like, can, you know, work as a team with your dragon and like fight all this stuff. And like, the trailer looked really cool, and the gameplay looked fucking horrible. See, I okay, so I missed this. I still have, to, I still have to watch it. Oh but like, my god, save I'm yourself! I'm so surprised because last year when they announced it, they showed us gameplay. And it looked it looked sweet oh. and like cooperative play with with other people and and dragon being able to customize your dragon and all that type of stuff like it seemed and it's by Platinum Games yeah you know so I was like oh okay but like when, so they Ethan, it, yeah. when Ethan came over and was like telling me that he just was disgusted like just it didn't look fun he wasn't excited about it I was like wow Jazzy isn't just you know batshit crazy yeah it looked like they're fighting this giant like scorpion-esque type of creature and they have their dragons with them and then they have to like shoot this little like glowing like part of its head and the guy has first of all the, the other two guys hop in their drakes and their drakes are like firing fireballs at this thing right and he's down on the ground with the, who knows where his drake went but he's down on the ground shooting arrows at this scorpion's face like it's a giant fucking glowing purple thing on the top of his head that you probably need to hit. Why are you shooting in the face with arrows? Like, it just... 
and then the dragon like comes down and hits him with his tail and knocks him onto the arm which has like this glowing orange piece and it's like oh, okay we're gonna slash this a little bit until like it breaks and then the creature's gonna go down which will allow us to jump on the head and slash the little purple thing for a little bit until you, we could possibly kill it uh, that sounds great it was no it was <laughs> I want you to watch this and then tell me it's great okay I will oh yeah I mean after, I'll, wa- I'll after watch it after the show yeah yep I will. And then if you say it's great, we're no longer friends. <laughs> Fair enough. So yeah, glad, Jazz, I'm glad to know you and I can continue to be friends. Yeah, seriously. That you, is super. You, you found it horrible, right? I I because I, I didn't watch anything about it last year. He plays Jaws. You don't want him on your side. He plays Fight Club for, on the Xbox. Okay, Listen, okay. you fuckers all tear me down, so having somebody on my side, even if they don't have a clue what they're talking Not about, dude is going to poop. Okay, first off... <laughs> I I I can't remember if I've eaten my own poop. <laughs> but I bought Fight Club the game at a family video, got home and found out it was awful. I didn't know. I I've only played it twice, I think. Since I've only <laughs> two times too many. The game the game that we can say, okay, I'll back up Jaws Unleashed all day, but the game I will admit that I've played too much of that's an atrocious mess is Backyard Wrestling on the original Xbox, which is the Juggalo wrestling game. Shout out to Dirty Dylan, who I think is a Juggalo. Um, oh that game God. is that's... awful, and I played it a bunch like the first month I owned it. I went back and tried to play it like last year. I go, oh my goodness, I played this game. This is terrible. So yeah, that's who's on your team over there. You're in a disadvantage. You might have two people, but you're still in a disadvantage. There's a difference between me liking to play terrible games and me looking at a game and going, I don't want to play that. That looks like the kind of terrible he I want to enjoy. He went to the video game store or, or the it movie store. It was a family store, video. Family video, and he bought Fight Club. That's because he looked at the. Bucks. It was six bucks. <laughs> no, I could have gone and All bought right, a so hammer for six bucks listen. and hit myself in the face with it and had more fun than Fight Club. God, that is who's on well, your team. Well, you try fighting some jerk as Tyler Durden, and you tell me that wasn't at least a good time for five minutes. Anyways, we're gonna let you two debate Project Scorpio, and then I'm gonna go into jazzy rage mode about this whole fucking Microsoft conference. All right, so Ethan, tell us everything you know about Project Scorpio. Let me lay it down for you. It's coming out in the fall. Uh, it had many teraflops of power. I don't know what any of that means, but I was like, uh, okay. Good job, Microsoft. You just you totally nailed your demographic. Congratulations. I was like, ooh, teraflops. Sounds made up. <laughs> like, I'm sure it's a real term, but I was like, okay. Uh, you know, it sounds like it's uh, an Xbox One that's uh, supercharged. It's probably going to do a bunch of stuff. And they just kept talking about how powerful it is. And I was like, Cool, and, and they, they, it felt like they were really vague, but like Project Scorpio, Project Scorpio coming this fall. Super vague, teraflops. Buy it. <laughs> yeah. Here's here's my here's my problem with it, and then you can go into your rant because I know you want to rant about oh, this. I have it. They had one of the smartest sales ploys that I've ever seen Microsoft do, and the fact that they had this basically started off by developers and creators of video games telling you that this is awesome because they can create better, more imaginative video games that we can immerse you in and you're going to feel like you've never felt before playing video games because now we can develop them for you thanks to Xbox Scorpio. And then they th- Xbox came on and confused the fuck out of you with every goddamn thing they said. Okay, so that's your, that's your, that's your thing, right? That's my thing. Okay, so no fucking shit. No, okay, 
hey, here's a more powerful box. I can do more with it. Of course you can. It does more. It doesn't mean that the guy over there with the original Xbox One or all the assholes that are about to buy a fucking Slim in August can do anything that you just developed on the Scorpio. Okay, so Microsoft, I don't even actually know your game plan here. Like, if you've never realized... They don't know their yeah, game plan they, either, they so they we're all in the same because, boat. Because if you've ever realized that Microsoft has like, uh, like okay, um, we've never had tier systems... But clearly, that's the answer. So we're now we're gonna have like this slim. Then we're gonna keep the original for now, and then we're gonna have a Scorpio. And no one knows the what the fuck's going on. But this thing's more powerful. But it'll play all your old games because we don't even know what the fuck we're gonna do with this thing yet. So don't worry. Buy our eight hundred dollars system, which I'm is right now rumored. Like no one fucking knows exactly what's going on. That that'd be ridiculous. Yeah, eight hundred dollars. Oh, seven nine 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 nine. That's the rumor right that's now. That's the rumor. It's the rumor because. Because all it is is a fucking PC. It's a it's a goddamn Steam box that Alienware and everybody else has been trying to push for the last six months and been failing miserably. Microsoft's like, we're gonna do it too. Oh, you're failing? Oh, oh, you're naked and you locked yourself outside your house? We're gonna do it too. Like that's what they're, <laughs> like they're. God, all you guys need to do is go over and hang out with Nintendo now. Like you, you're perfect. You you guys are straight up idiots. Like they're like, hey, we're best friends. Let's make shit that doesn't sell. Like I don't get it. You, you you come out with a slim because it's 40% smaller and what you really don't want to tell people and people in the industry will it's you know that know it is the fact that it is cheaper for you to manufacture a slim than it is the original Xbox the Xbox one that is why you do it you you shrink the processors down you can print more of them per wafer you can you know every everything about the the actual system costs less Yet you still get to sell it at two ninety nine because it's new. Like, okay, yeah, that's the way it works. Now, the Scorpio, I don't understand at all because it's a total niche world. Maybe you were like, "Wow, people bought our Elite controller. We couldn't even keep that bitch in stock. Let's make a super powerful Xbox that we don't even have anything for. Uh, oh, we're gonna release games for it. That like, I don't even want to know how much more a game is gonna cost for the Scorpio." And also, let's just say they don't. Let's say they come out with Scorpius, $800. They come out with badass games for it at 60 bucks. All you fucking just did is killed off the rest of your goddamn line. Because why would I want this shit? Like, right. yeah, it's, you know, I get it. This is affordable. Maybe I can't afford this. But for the majority of gamers, they want the best. Like, that's what they want. Like, Ethan Ethan is the, the odd man out. He, he He's gifted everything, practically. I just take what comes my right. way, and I enjoy yeah. it. But for the most of us... We, you know, we went out and we bought a PS4 because we, because that we needed it, right? It's like, so like if the Neo comes out and they go, yeah, the Neo's going to have all these things and your old PS4 is not, I'm going to go buy a Neo. That's what I'm going to do. Right. So, and I'm not going to care about all the other stuff. I, I just, I don't really get the idea of having three SKUs of a system that's two years old. Yeah. It just, it just makes no sense to me. And... As far as them, as far as the developers saying thank you, we can. De- of course, that's the that's the reaction. Hey, here's a here's an i7 instead of an i3. Of, of course, you're gonna you're like you're giving me this. Of course, I'm gonna take the i7 because because I'm gonna be able to do more with it. Like, it, it, hey, do you want one gig of memory or fifty six gigs of memory? <laughs> now here's 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 something that that came came to my mind while we were talking about this. The Xbox One isn't selling great. That's a fact. 
So how well do they expect this premium system to sell? I think that's a legit- even worse. That's yeah. That, that's a legitimate question because I'm just looking at the the general consumer, the 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 guy who picks up his Xbox to play Call of Duty and Madden, the parents that buy it for their kid. The only people that this system is going to reach is the hardcore demographic. Microsoft is literally going to give me a stroke. Okay, they are. It's, it, it, oh listen, my god! Was, this whole is, thing is this was just... three. This is three weeks in a row. But but the last thing I want to say about this, and then we we gotta let Jazzy have his moment. But the last thing I want to say about about the idea here is your shit is selling so bad that you won't even publicly release numbers anymore. You haven't given out a public number of of systems sold yeah. in like I don't know six months, maybe longer. Yeah, and you're worried. But PlayStation about has their numbers. Scorpio. PlayStation has their numbers because if you remember in their conference, they say that they have sold almost twice as many consoles as the Xbox. Well, they did. Well, and that was that was because that was the last number. Now right. it's like up in now the who air. Knows? Who the fuck knows? Yeah. Like, but I don't know. I just this for this to be their move. After they after they took their show and say play anywhere you can play on the Xbox you can play on your PC you know you can and, and games are like and then you're like but don't worry here's an eight hundred dollar Xbox it's it's not gonna sell it's it, you're, I don't yeah. understand what you're doing with it like what is it for what 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 in in your guys is like grand scheme of as a as a company what is that product even exist for. Like what demographic do you think you are targeting that actually wants that? Considering now you're telling me I can download my game and play it on my PC rig that's going to blow the doors off the Scorpio, and I already have it. Teraflops. <sighs> yeah. So, anyways, let me go ahead and start my Jazzy Rage quit, all right? Because here is how I feel about you, Microsoft. Goddamn Microsoft. First of all, I don't remember if it was last week or a couple weeks before, I said, with as let down as I was that Microsoft has done for me over this past year in delaying everything that I was interested in and just doing absolute garbage, they'd have to reach through the television and suck my dick in order to win this E3. They didn't do that, but you want to know what they did do? They had a really nice-looking stage that 50% of the fucking goddamn conference you showed instead of your gameplay. Why the fuck are they having it zoomed out so it looks like we're in the audience and having just this little, like, fucking picture in the middle of the screen of the actual stuff that everybody at the conference is seeing? I'm at home on the stream because I don't want to go see the conference. I didn't go out there for a reason. I don't want this view. I don't want to be in a giant crowd of people. I want to be able to see the games head-on, face-to-face. How about this? Full-screen your shit so I can see what the fuck is going on. I don't care how good your stage looks. Did that annoy anybody else as much as it annoyed me? Like, it annoyed the fuck out of me that they showed the stage for half of the shit that they showed in their conference. Here's what I can say. We all know I don't get riled up and irritated quite as easily as you do. No, that was just... But to enforce your irritation, I kept thinking... Instead of thinking about the gameplay they're showing, I kept going, man, Microsoft has a really nice stage. They do, I kept thinking it! I kept thinking the whole show, so... It, it didn't upset me, but I it only enforces your point of they spent too much time showing the stage, sure, yeah. not enough time focusing on the gameplay because it actually distracted me from the gameplay at hand. Hey. I, I 100% agree with yeah. Ethan. 
Exactly. I, I just hey, the lights it. come up. You see this awesome stage? Great. I don't give a fuck about the stage anymore. Show me your shit. Sell me your fucking shit. That's that's what I like. Who cares about your stage anymore? Like it looked great. Okay, cool. Move on. And then and then oh my gosh. So the one thing I've been saying all year long is. Give me a fucking exclusives on Xbox that is going to force me to buy your system so that I can play them. And then when I got done watching the conference, I was like, oh my god, they gave me exclusive after exclusive after exclusive. Exclusive only to the Xbox One and and Windows 10. Exclusive only to the Xbox One and Windows 10. I heard that like nine times. Every time. Yeah. Not only do I not give a shit about any of those exclusives you just released, but the ones that I did care about, you killed with horrible trailers. Or you did this, or you did this. But don't worry, it's going to be okay, because you're going to give me hardware. You're going to give me a new slim system. You're going to give me Scorpio. You're going to allow me to change the color of my controller. You're going to give me clubs, and you're going to give me arena, and you're going to give me looking for group. So that when I turn on my Xbox One, I still don't have anything to fucking play on it. Except Cuphead. Oh, Cuphead looks incredible. Yeah, okay, I'm not buying an Xbox One for Cuphead. You it should. looks amazing, but I'm going to fucking take the drive 30 minutes to my best friend's house and play on his Xbox One, all right? Who's that? It's not me. Yeah, it's just, I don't, <laughs> I'll just drive in a circle and find somebody that has an Xbox One. Hopefully they have Cuphead. But it's just stupid, like, hey, here, you can have a slimmer this. You can customize the colors on this. You, Oh, hey, there's going to be a cool new Elite controller that you could buy with this game, which was the only game I'll, I'll give you credit for was Gears 4. And then you're going to have Scorpio, and you're going to have all this all this cool shit that's going to happen on Xbox Live, and you're going to have... It's a giant, fancy paperweight, because at the end of the day, when I have my customized controller that looks exactly how I want it to, because it's got all these cool colors exactly the way I want them placed, and I have a slim, sleek, new PlayStation 4-looking Xbox One, and everything looks great, what do I want to do with it? I want to play video games. Guess what? I can't fucking do that because there's no fucking video games for all your shit. And I know that's my rant all the time, but I'm sorry. Nothing that they showed in this conference interests me aside from here's 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 what I was slightly slightly okay with. Gears 4, Recore, Gwent. That's it. I mean, I agree with you for the most part, but on the same stance like if you had an Xbox instead of a PS4, what would you be playing majority on it? Destiny. Exactly. Because my friends are on it. Right. And that's the thing. Here's the difference, though. And and we'll get to this once we once we get to once we get to all of our coverage of Sony conference. Is if I played with my friends on Xbox One, my main games, Destiny, and all those other games that I like to play with you guys, and I didn't have a PS4. PS4's conference has exclusives that would force me to buy a PS4. No, I agree with that, but I guess like the like I, I agree with that. Absolutely. As far as E3 we already all picked, you know, Sony, but if if we were all given an Xbox and we didn't have PS4s right now, our primary game would be Destiny. What's our second game right now? Right now at this moment, you know it. It's obvious. I, I'd, there's a couple games I'd still pick up, like Ori. No. 
No, what's your second? Like, right he's now, asking you, what is your secondary game? What's oh, our second? Over- Overwatch. Yeah, exactly. Mine's Battleborn. Yeah. Okay. You guys are also on Battleborn what's, as well. And then Battleborn probably be your third. Right. All across, all, all on both systems. Right. So, so again, like, uh, part of this is skewed because you because you play all that on the X, on the PS4, but. Yes, I get it. The exclusives aren't necessarily there. Right. You know? Well, you do that for anything. Anything you want want to be exclusive. You want to be unique. So if you're going to a store and you're you're deciding between two products, you're going to pick one that has more exclusivity or cooler features or something more that you want than the other one. It's it's with everything you do. Now, without, you know, saying that we, we still agree that Sony came out Stronger. We're going to talk about the, all the exclusives and some of the cool stuff that they had at their show. I still think that them focusing on what were their exclusives and trying to hook their fan base in and keep their fan base bought in based on them hyping up the exclusives they had, I thought they did a good job. I thought they put out a handful of games that I would mm-hmm. that if I own an Xbox One, I'd be picking up. No, I I see, it's just they didn't yeah. they didn't put out a single game that would make me want to go and buy one and buy, or trade okay. in my PlayStation. I'll, I'll, I'll if give I Ethan that. It, if I was part of the fan base, or you know, again, if let's say I was already an Xbox fan, I I didn't own a 360, so I'm not like an, an Xbox fan to start off with. But if I already was an Xbox fan and I was trying to decide between do I go PS4, or Xbox One, you look at some of those exclusives and it could Gears alone could get enough people to stay on the Xbox platform. And I, I th- you know, I, st- I think they had a strong showing by really focusing, you know, outside of them focusing on this new hardware that just seems ridiculous, so- sort of, sort of, s- sort of sweaty. The whole premise of all of it is, is pretty loose. Um, but I thought they did a good job focusing on exclusives and I, you know, I, I have to actually commend them for that. I think they, they did a good, a decent job at exciting their fan base. Yeah. What they missed was the the people that they want to reach that's not their fan base. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so like, you know, and, and and I think the problem with with the Slim and the Scorpio and all that stuff is that if you're if you're reaching your fan base, that means they already got your shit. How how comfortable are they buying another Xbox? Some of them are not ready for that. Some of them will buy it day one, but some of them are not going to buy your new Xbox. So when you wanted to talk about the Slim and you want to talk about Scorpio and all those things, that need that needed to hit with the people that weren't Xbox owners yet, mm-hmm. and it didn't. It just it just didn't. It, it just felt like why are you doing this? You know, and, and am I going to buy this system and then just get no support for it? You know, because like again, developers don't even know what the hell it is yet. So how, is it going to be more difficult to develop for it? Are they going to have to develop for that? I mean, this is the same question for Sony, mind you. Yeah. Both companies are playing this this game right now. You know, I have two systems now. Do I have to develop for both? Is my game compa- like will my if I make one that plays on the Neo, will it be backwards like will it will it like convert down to play on the normal version? Like what what the hell exactly is going I would, on? I here? would assume it has to. Like yeah. they have they have to make it so where, hey, you can get this HDR game that you could play on your Neo or your Scorpio and it's gonna be this amount of money or maybe it is a sixty dollars, who knows? And you could play it on this. But you could also throw it into your PlayStation 4 or your Xbox One. You just won't get the graphics for it. Because developers aren't going to want to make games for a system where they have to make two versions of it. They're not going to want to do it. Not to use Nintendo as the benchmark of uh, well-thought-out ideas right now. But 
the new 3DS XL, the new 3DS. There are exclusive titles that only work on the new 3DS, and everyone who owns an old 3DS is is left out on that. Now, I mean, we're talking about the Super Nintendo downloadable games. Uh, we're talking about the new Legend of Zelda Hyrule Warriors, Xenoblade, and maybe one other title. There's not a lot of titles that they've done that with so far, but it's still happening, and I could very much see a few titles here and there being exclusive to these upgraded systems. Yeah, they could only run on it. Yeah, I, I could see that happening. Now, I you know, especially and, VR. Unless yeah. unless, you know, that was a caveat that they that that these companies put in there for the developers as a restriction. Listen, you can't. Maybe 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 they will do that. See, you can't make exclusive to just the system. If you do, you have to release a second disc or a, you know, a disc that's compatible with the old system. It's it'll be interesting to see what the, what their move is with that. All right, so we're running let's move on from Microsoft here. Let's give it the grade. Starting with Jazzy, who liked it the most. Yeah, they get a D. A D. A D. It was that D. bad okay. because because of all the little hiccups, the fact that they didn't give me an exclusive that I want. And then here's here's my thing is when when I go to watch E3, I want to see gameplay. I want to see trailers. I want and did they have that? Yes, but they were like I almost want to say 60 60 40, I'll give it. Like 60% talk, 40% trailers and gameplay. And I don't care about that. Like I would have given them a bigger swing and and given them way more credit and a better grade if they would have just spent more time into giving us trailers or giving us more gameplay and not just trying to like talk out their ass about all their stuff because half the shit they said just confused people instead of actually helped them like they tried to hype everybody and everybody was like yeah I have no clue what you just said or anything great so thinking that looking at the way Microsoft's presentation was a lot of talk with some trailers that's how a lot of E3 presentations have been in the past we're just you know holding it against the benchmark of Sony which we'll, we'll talk about later and how what how their conference went but the fact that they they talked about the cross the free cross play and cross buy with Windows uh, they should they focused on their uh, their solo titles uh, I mean, they're exclusives, and yeah, they had all that garbage about all the new hardware that, you know, pe- Xbox fans probably wanted to hear. I just didn't really care about it. I'd give them a B. I thought it was a good showing for Microsoft, but at the same time, it you know, if it was an A+, I'd be, you know, pulling out my, my pennies and getting ready to buy myself a, an Xbox One. I'm far from that, but I thought they did a good job trying to highlight what they're trying to do with the, with the platform. So I, I agree with Ethan, and I, I add I want to add to it that the exclusives that they did show, they gave a lot of dates for. Yeah. These, these games are these games are coming up. Which dates mean nothing nowadays. Yeah. They, I mean they don't, but like I yeah. mean let's be honest, Gears is coming this year. Yeah. yeah. Gears is too big. Too, Gears is too big and too close. But like, uh, you know, giving a date giving a, a date for Recore was a surprise. Something they probably didn't have to do, considering they just delayed it not that long ago. Giving a date, giving these dates, I I, I have to give them a, a a B. They were they were you know, if if we're gonna give Bethesda a C plus, even if none of this, even if this like the Scorpio and all this stuff doesn't mean anything to me, I know it means something to other people. God of age, God of Games, AJ is hyped right now. He is hyped beyond the point of belief because of their their E three. He's an Xbox fan. There you go. Like they right. they they hit it. So yep. from from you know look from the outside looking in, not trying to be a Sony fanboy as much as we generally do sometimes. I would give them a solid B. I would like to say just to add on to your point, 
not because I'm a Sony fanboy, just because this is a Microsoft fact. The dates that they gave on their games last year, say ReCore, say Scalebound, they then delayed. We never got later. dates. And then we got well, years. They got, well, they said fall of this year. I'm assuming that's that's a quarter. Like I'm gonna get it between this month and this month. Yeah, it was a soft date. So I mean, they still gave you a soft date, and, and they and they did. The, the, it yeah. was a delay. Yep. But but it wasn't. And those like, delays, soft dates like turned into a, like a no. Nine that well, was yeah. Like, let's hey, not even talk about fucking yeah, mighty. Let's number bring nine. mighty number nine back up. Hey, uh, you're gonna get it tomorrow. Oh my bad. Actually, you know what? We're gonna push it a month. All right, we're yeah. we're an hour thirty into the show, and we still have to cover Sony, Sony, which had a lot, and we're probably gonna have some Nintendo talk. Yeah. Unfortunately, we we can't even move to Sony yet because I do have to cover one thing for us real quick. No, I don't. And I'm gonna go it. real quick with it. Okay, go. But after Microsoft. Ubisoft yeah, took the stage, yeah. and Ubisoft wanted to show off Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon uh, Wildlands, which again that the, looked good. The return of the return of a Ghost Recon excites me. I love the old Ghost Recons, and I'm excited for this game. It looked really cool. Um, gave actually showed some gameplay. Uh, we only got a teaser trailer last year, so that looks cool. Watch Dogs Two got announced. I personally don't care. I played Watch Dogs 1, was super disappointed, and I don't know if I can just commit to, to giving these people my money again for Watch Dogs 2, but it does look interesting. Uh, they got 3D printing of weapons. They got all sorts of, of uh, functionality in the game uh, if you're a fan of the first Watch Dogs. Then they, of course, showed my most exciting game from Ubisoft, and the South Park Fractured Butthole. Um <laughs> It's it's the continue it's it's the next game um, from, from Stick of Stick Truth, of Truth yep. uh, RPG style and uh, but it, it's more around the um, the Coonan friends the superhero. The, the superhero side of South Park which was one of my is one of my favorites so I was super pumped about that and uh, um, the the, uh, the creators of South Park actually stopped by to to do that part of the press conference which was cool. They did that for Stick of Truth, too, didn't they? They did, yep. Yeah, because they made a bunch of jokes about how they made shitty games. Yeah. Um, and then For Honor got some attention again, which is your uh, the Vikings and Samurais and the, those different types of warriors yeah, like fighting the, like a 4v4. The medieval v, type a, of... Yeah, like a 4v4v4 type battle. Yep. Um, so that got some more some more uh, f- uh, uh, exposure. And then The Division, as you said, they came, they came out and they, and they actually uh, released the Survival DLC teaser trailer. Uh, which is basically the next, the DLC expansion two for the division. Yep. Uh, SDH agents have run out of their supplies in the middle of a harsh Manhattan winter and will have to survive as long as possible in a very hostile environment. And then, of course, so survivor mode. Yeah, of course. Let's not forget, just dance twenty seventeen. Please tell me that wasn't on it. Really, it was. Yeah, but connect compatible. <laughs> Who the fuck Jesse, there's your reason to buy an Xbox One. But the oh one thing God. I wanted to hit, the reason why I even wanted to talk about Ubisoft is like, yeah, there's some good games there. Um, but the big one, it's a VR game, and it's called Star Trek Bridge Crew. Oh, go on. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They got you got to watch the first gameplay for Star Trek VR game where you play as the bridge crew, and it arrives later this. Do you get year. to pick which crew you get to be? Like next generation Voyager Enterprise Deep Space Nine. Like, do I get to pick which crew? Nothing I want? sounds more thrilling than space diplomacy in VR. Yep. Listen, I see people do fucking goat <laughs> simulations, bitch. 
All I know is I know where Jazzy's gonna be. He's gonna be playing some Star Trek bridge crew. Damn right. Except he'll never be. Beat me up, Scotty. <laughs> so, and then there's some other small things. Nothing, nothing major. But that that was Ubisoft. Ubisoft, you know, they, they had a decent show. I put them. I put them. Nothing crazy. Everything was kind of expected. We already knew about Tom Clancy uh, Ghost Recon. We knew about Watch Dogs too because they released it before E3. Right, yep. um, you know, we've known about Fort Honor for the longest time. We knew about South Park. There was no like, oh damn moment like like when we got for honor last year you right know? uh so nothing crazy but ubisoft was there all right i did watch the ghost recon trailer i didn't watch the whole conference but with the with just the ghost recon and the fact that you told just told me about that star trek game it's easy at least it's c plus <laughs> all right c plus to get let's do it guys sony sony so winner of e3 yeah you you bring it in. I'll I'll do the games and then you bring in like the atmosphere as to like how this whole thing started because this was super unique and probably my favorite part of their whole conference. So I mean, the first thing is you got a pre you got a pre uh, show for about thirty minutes with a couple of annoying people that I, I wasn't a fan of. But the cool thing they were doing is they kept cutting to this like little like. Uh, Cabana that had a TV in it that they were interviewing a lot of like indie guys at first. Yep. Uh, so you're getting, you're getting to see like uh, um, a lot of the cool new stuff coming out more on the indie side. Um, and then and then some of the bigger guys showed up and, and like Call of Duty and uh, who else who else was someone else was there that was a uh, one of the, like the big mech game. I forgot what the mech game was called. Yeah. Hawk, hockey, 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 yeah, yeah. hockey, or hockey, or something yeah. like that. So, um, but yeah, so that was kind of cool. Like, just getting you're getting some trailers right out the gate, but none of the big stuff. And then they're like, "Okay, we're gonna cut inside, and you open up into this theater, and this theater is like old school, gorgeous, just velvet, velvet, uh, um, curtain, curtain, and and, and it just looks super classy." Mm-hmm. It's like wow, this looks really nice. And then all of a sudden, I notice that there's an orchestra right by the stage. And I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." And then, sure enough, they start up, and they just and and it's it's epic. It's just it feel like you could feel the energy growing in this theater. It was just like okay, okay. And and the music kind of you know it reminds you of something. I'm not gonna spoil anything, but it, it felt. I turned to Jazzy and said, "Man, this music, you know, like I I wonder if they're going to show off what this music reminds me of." Yeah. yeah. And, you know, sure enough, like they they f- they finish. Uh they say Sony company Sony exec comes out says a couple words and then the screen comes down. And we go into our first game. Yeah. And I never thought it would start like this. I never thought <laughs> no. like and, you know, and, and, and I'm, I'm just going to explain this this first game. Yeah, you go, go for your it. List, go for it. It starts off, you got this little boy, and he's playing in the dirt outside of his, you know, of his little shack in the woods. And um, he's just screwing around, and all of a sudden you hear, boy. Like, just like, just like this, like, boy. Yeah, <laughs> just deep, like, Vin Diesel-ish sounding, like, voice. You know, and he, he's like, come here. And he walks in, he's like, you know, take take your mother's knife. It's yours now. Mm-hmm. You know, and the boy asks why, <laughs> and he's like, 
because I'm hungry. <laughs> it, was like, it was like, whoa. And as he says it, he's like, he like comes out of the shadows and it's old man Kratos. Oh, damn. Yeah, and I was like, literally, Dude, the crowd went fucking crazy. I'm screaming in my living room like those fuckers can hear me over there in LA. <laughs> I'm just like, I couldn't believe it. Dude, I was it like, was sick. Yeah, I mean, I knew like there's rumors, there had been some leaked images, but did I think they were just going to come out the gate with this shit and uh you know it, it, you're sitting here like okay we haven't heard a damn thing about god of war that's all we're gonna get it's gonna cut and we're all gonna be hyped but it, that's it no you go through the whole, a whole goddamn level with kratos and his son hunting this like elk it's big ass like you know deer or whatever yep. and as they're traveling uh, you know the boys. The boy is a kid. He's he's very he's very impatient, and 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 you can see Kratos is frustrated with him, and he's real tough love, real like like kind of was like man Kratos. Kratosy. I was like man, Kratos, <laughs> be real. You're kind of being a dick right now, yeah, man. That, I mean that's yeah. Kratos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so like I mean I mean mind you, Kratos had a family once, and they, they all got murdered. You know, so right. like so again for him to spoiler have spoiler alert. Yeah. Some of us here haven't finished playing God of War yet. You find that out the first time you turn on God of War One. Some of us haven't be- put in put yeah. in their God of War remastered yeah. disc yet. <laughs> Like, get yeah. out of here, Flight Club. <laughs> He's on your side. You better be careful. <laughs> I've taken him off my side. <laughs> I'm a new man, sword. I don't, I don't want that dumpster fire. <laughs> so you know, he has a son again, which makes you wonder. You're like, what the hell's going on? Like, you know, does he have a wife? You know, things like that. But um, he, uh, following, you know, following his kid, and he misses the first shot because he's not patient. Rips a bow out of his hand. And he's kind of scolding him, and and basically the kid goes to get the bow back. And he's like, "No, you go hunt him down with your knife. You're not getting the bow back yet." And as they move on, some enemies spawn and and show up. And you know he pulls. He kind of tells the boy to take cover. He's not ready yet. And he that's when you see Kratos' first like moment of, okay, what's the mechanics of Kratos this time around? And he's got this axe that like glows. And he's, he's, you know, he's messing people up with it. It's like, okay, yeah, cool. Looks very, very God of War-ish. Now, we should mention this isn't a snow-covered forest. This yeah, isn't, no. this isn't Greece. This isn't no, no. Rome yeah. or wherever, you know. And it's, uh, and it's gorgeous. You're not way. in the Mediterranean yeah. anymore. It is gorgeous. Yep. And so, but then all of a sudden he turns and there's a guy that's, you know, a decent amount away where he can't hit with a swing. And he throws the damn axe into his head and then holds his hand and it comes back to him almost like, the hammer of Thor, right? So, um, pretty cool. We're like, all right, cool, cool, cool. He, uh, you know, and then then they keep moving, and they're still hunting this this deer, and they get to this next point, and a giant troll shows up with like a giant like stone, like he's using like a pillar for a weapon, and by giant I mean like I don't know what would you call him? Maybe ten times the size of Kratos. Yeah, yeah. It's like ogre yeah. size. And the ogre next, troll. yeah, the next seat, next fight scene happens. You see him throw the bow to his kid, and he's like, you know, sh- you know, help me with him, by- but stay away. And he's fighting him, and this thing is is messing Kratos up at first. And he's got looks like lava effects, like the troll does, where he's able, he's kind of like sh- spewing lava. Now, mind you, this isn't just trailer. We're seeing game. This is gameplay this is footage. Gameplay. This is right. a trailer. Yeah. Yep. So. They're you know fighting, fighting, and then all of a sudden you see the L two R two type like rage option, and, and like Kratos goes into this rage, runs up the motherfucking troll, like runs up the bitch, 
it, it's, the troll has two giant tusks that come out. As he's running up, he just fucking busts one of them off, comes around into a chokehold, and he's just sitting behind the troll, just like but punch, just punching him in the side of the head. Brings the troll down and is like pinning him, telling his telling his son to finish him off. And the son like hesitates and and freaks out a little bit. He lets go of the arrow and shoots Kratos in the chest. So then Kratos kills the troll, rips the arrow out of his chest, and then basically is like, um. Your dinner is getting away, or something like that. <laughs> like yeah. just like typical badass Kratos. So, um, the the scene was amazing. They they move on and uh, get to the point where they they see the the elk or whatever. He gives him the bow. The kid starts to listen. He shoots, drops drops the elk. They run to it. The boy's feeling you know feeling sad now because he's watching this thing die in front of him. And he pulls the knife out to, to put to put the put the beast down fully, and he I can't do it. And Kratos grabs his hand and holds holds his hand, pushes the knife in, lets off, and the kid like kind of just drops in defeat. Uh, and and that's when you see from behind Kratos is, wants to like hold his son and be like it's okay, but stops, kind of in that sense like in this world that we're here that we where we are. You have to be tough, and I have, and I ha- I can't, I can't let you. Yeah, be like soft. coddle you, right? Yeah, I can't. Co- yeah, so, um, he basically then stops and says, "You're ready." And she, and then the boy's like, "For what?" And the camera pans out, and you get this great picture of the land with a fucking dragon flying around in the background, and it f- ends up flying through the foreground, and it ends and just says, "God of War." And I was like. <gasps> oh, I forgot to breathe. There it is. Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but like, we've been like, we would be like talking through everything, and then when that happened, everyone in the room shut up. It was like, it, like yeah, you could have heard anything drop. It was just kind of like, oh man, it was so good. And the best part is. Old man Kratos is rocking some Detroit Beard Collective products because that beard he was rocking was sick. Looking good, Kratos. Yeah, absolutely. Now, so one thing I want to hit on is just looking at the, let's call it ten minute, five, six minutes of gameplay we got or whatever, the gameplay style of this looks very different than the God of War we've known in the past. It looked slower. It looked slower. It looked... Uh, you know the perspective's a little bit different, right? Yeah. And uh, would you almost say it looks more Dark Souls esque? Yeah, it, definitely. It, it felt less. Uh, and again, we only saw a couple battles, it but felt it felt less less chainy. Because because yeah. God of War was always about chains, you know, like mm-hmm. like chaining moves together, 50, 50, 50 time hit yep. combos and shit like that. So um, you know, obviously that could pick up as that you know the more of that game like we don't know what aspect of that game we even saw but uh it definitely looked different i think you were closer to kratos too like you're saying like yeah. the, the angle was different it felt more like a, a a regular third person perspective you would get in like a dark souls uh opposed to the you know the zoomed out where you can see you know and also you know, you know, we don't have we don't have our big chain hooks that you know Kratos normally has and stuff like that. Which that you know, who knows what's going right. to come? But you need big perspective for that weapon. So yeah, I'm pumped. I'm super pumped for this game. I'm really pumped. It's obviously uh, it takes place in one of Ethan's favorite places, 
the uh, or, Scandinavia. Yeah. It's 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 based around Norse mythology. There you go. There which you go. is more interesting to me, as we discussed earlier in today's episode. Uh, I love metal, and metal and Norse mythology go hand in hand. Uh, so the thought of watching Kratos fight Thor uh, or Tyr just has me just loose in the butthole. <laughs> Jazzy won't be the only one no wiping. Yeah, I'm. I'm super excited. Obviously, nice. we got we got no details. <laughs> we got very little details about the game. We just we just got to see it, and that was like, now we know it's a thing. And from there, who knows when we're gonna get this game? But man, I'm excited. All right, all right. So up next, I'm gonna rattle off a few, and then we'll talk about a game because we don't want to spend too long, and we can literally talk about every game in Sony's conference. But I don't want to spend too much time on every game. So. Uh, we did get some more footage of The Last Guardian and a release date of October 25th. So after 10 years, we finally get a release date on The Last yeah. Guardian. So the trailer wasn't anything special, but the release date, like I don't think right. anybody, I don't think anybody expected it. I think you got a standing O. It like did. I thought yeah. people yeah. stood up when when finally. the date when when the screen went black and the date lit up. It was just like I heard people gasp. Yeah, it was like they were like, oh my god, a date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, um, that's pretty exciting. Uh, another one I don't want to spend too much time on on this show because I actually want to do a small segment of it on uh, our next episode just because it's based out of where we're from is we got Detroit Become Human. Right, which is based off of uh, a demo from a few years back. Yep. Um, and, and people just like was obsessed with it and it developed into a video game and looked really interesting. That's yep. all we'll say about it though. Uh, we did get some better Final Fantasy, at least better looking, in my opinion, Final Fantasy 15 gameplay. So well, yeah, I was playing on the on the PS4, so that's yeah. why it looked <laughs> exactly. Um, and I'm then, kidding. And then let's go. Just let's just hit. Let's just hit the game that is everybody's been waiting for. We all are just dying to have in our hands right now, yeah. and just it is dance. Horizon Zero Dawn. We got not only uh, your little snippet snippets of the trailer that they did just release when they went ahead and uh, pushed back the date and delayed it a little bit, but we got gameplay. And oh my gosh, if they are if they are delaying this game until February of next year to polish the game, I don't even know what I'm going to do with myself because they could give me that demo gameplay that they did and I'll just... Oh, just give that to me. It looked gorgeous. This game... I, we were talking about this before we started recording. I can't think of a lot of games that I was this obsessed with before they came out. Like I like I need this game. <laughs> like the, there's nothing out there right now that could that could take like if this game was to come out next week and a Metroid game was to come out next week, I'd play this game first over the Metroid game. <gasps> <laughs> I had to gasp yeah. for all of our listeners right now. Oh, you just gasped. I man. would. I absolutely would. Yeah. This game is like, I mean, it's right up my alley. It's everything, everything that I could ever dream for. When every time that I go and daydream and think about like you know, an alternate reality type thing, I, I always I love the you know the crippled world, the you know whatever you want to call it, post post apocalyptic right. or or whatever. However, it it went away, but I like the future. But where the humans regressed, right? And uh, then, <laughs> shout out to Planet of the Apes. Yeah, some yeah, yeah. And then you throw <laughs> exactly. in, then you throw in giant 
fucking animal robots. Yep. So there's like here's your here's your sci-fi. We twist. know Grimlock the Dino over here yeah. likes dinosaur robots. So I remember the first time I saw this trailer, the first time last year at E3, and at first it looked like it was like a caveman game, right? I was just like, eh, not interested. I don't like you know things in the past. Mm-hmm. And then like they walk out of the cave and you see like what's left of like a city, and I was like, what the fuck is this? And then all of a sudden a giant robotic like giraffe thing walks by, and then she looks down and there's like. T-Rex monsters and like alligators and and I'm like oh my god someone hacked my dreams and made a game <laughs> off my thoughts and ever since that trailer it's just gotten better yeah. and better and better and this and and last and, and and um this this show it, <laughs> it blew my mind the gameplay that we watched blew my mind yeah when she when when she, when the character snuck up to an elk-like... Okay, we're back to elks again, right? Yep. Snuck up to an elk-like creature, pinned it to the ground with uh, with special, like, cabling, and then shoved her, like, uh, uh, staff into its head and hacked it. Yeah, she did. Hacked it so that she could then have a mount and ride the bitch around. You could have just cut it right there. I was done. Like, yeah. like I, 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 in that moment, I got a boner, didn't even think about it, blew my load, and I was done. And not only after she well, like you know, goes, I'll and be fights. impressed if you soft load at it. <laughs> yeah. If you if you see a game trailer and you soft load, that's when you know. That it was happened deal. when she started shooting her bow and arrow while she was on the damn mountain. Oh, yeah. that's when you soft load. Oh my yeah. god. So not only that, but like I feel like after the first trailer, I was like, just give me this game now. Nothing you can do or release is gonna give me more hype for this game. But they did it, and let me tell you why. The gameplay still looks amazing. The fact that she hacked this mountain, is riding a mountain, all that stuff, super pumped. But the one thing that really got me is the storyline. She's like, she's like lost, trying to figure out what happened to the planet and how things were, and she's trying to figure out well, why that, it is the way it is. I mean, that's the that's the reason why th- they've been able to, like you said, make it more. Like you're like, I don't care, just give me the game. You can't make me more excited. The way the way they were able to make you more excited, they give you these. T- they're, they're so smart about how they gave you these tidbits. Like now you realize she's an outcast. Yep, she's part of a tribe, but she's an outcast. No one knows where she came from. Yep. And then in the trailer, there's a part that flashes. And we're, we're standing inside of a, a metallic door, and it scans her and says, uh, scan complete, welcome back. You know, like, welcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it recognized her. The scanner did. She's she's from the from the, the tech. She's from the last, you know, the people that disappeared. Yep. Where did they go? She, she That's where she's from. Yep. Like, I, there's no proof to that, but from the trailer, that's what you assume. They give you enough to be like, yeah. oh my God, what's inside that door? Oh my God, who the fuck is she? Oh, exactly. like, you're right. Yeah, exactly. Like, she's the, the, the last of, like, like she was a baby in this tech world, and then shit went wrong, and kind of this, po- this apocalypse happened, and now we're kind of back into, like, the olden times, and she was raised by this tribe. Shit, or they're all living underground, and no one knew. Like, maybe the people are still there. This is shit. Oh, there's so many possibilities. Right. This game, I can't like. I'm, I'm not okay. So they pushed the release date back to um, February 28th. Yeah, I in believe that, in that range. For yeah, sure. I, I took the week off of work. Oh, 
I went in to request, like, after watching the conference last night, I went in today and took that week off I of actually, work. after I watched the conference, I went in and I said, hey, um, I'm going to put my two weeks in, but not till next February. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you have some time to find my replacement. Oh, man. Okay, so that was, that was super awesome. Um... We got some Lego Star Wars. Look they cool. had a demo cool. that you could play now, yep. and the game comes out in uh, two weeks. Yep, look good. We got some um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered, which looked cool. Jazzy's super hyped for it. I'm super hyped for, actually, Infinite Warfares, which oh, got a release yeah. date of 11-4. Yep, pretty standard. So, so, so a Call of Duty game, they- something I look like I'm going to be interested in. They start so so one thing that Sony did a lot of is f- showing what they were featuring with uh Sony VR, which we'll talk about that more in a couple minutes. Yep. Uh but that they they showed us the the beginning of this uh Infinity Infinity Warfare or whatever it Infinite Warfare. Infinite Warfare, yep. Um and you know, we all get our get our laughs at the expense of Call of Duty and its fan base quite often. But uh, all three of us were kind of like, oh, this game looks kind of cool. Now we've been saying <laughs> yeah, that know. the Call of Duty, a lot of the Call of Duty fan base is kind of butt hurt and thinks this looks stupid. But at least for us who are outside of that fan base, go, I don't know, man. You got to fly around a spaceship and uh, jump out of the spacecraft and, and then start grappling things. yourself around like space debris. Yeah. Like I was like, that looks pretty cool. <laughs> I liked it because I was like, damn it, the trailer, <laughs> the trailer slash gameplay, whatever it was that we seen, kind of like that weird mixed blend again. Um, Made it look like Call of Duty, I feel, is like run and gun, and that's it. It's just team, like, run and gun team deathmatch over and over again, and, like, in every game, and they just regurgitate that every year. And this felt campaigny to me. It felt like, and it, I don't know why. Maybe it's because of the whole space thing or whatever, but, like, I got, I got done watching this trailer, and I immediately thought Killzone. Yeah. I mean, if you th- actually... Wow, I never thought about this. If you watch the first trailer of Infinite Warfare, it is Killzone because they're on the planet and they're all happy and then they can basically get like attacked by like another like humanoid race right. slash slash robots that attack them with with better uh technology. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically Killzone. So <laughs> So that was super cool. Um we uh did get some place we'll go right into PlayStation VR. So we got we got VR. We got a release date. Yep. Uh October thirteenth. Yep. I'm gonna need a lot of money in October, I've decided. That's yeah. Gears of War, PlayStation VR, and, and then of course they decided to show the first thing they showed after they announced VR. Well yeah, but we'll we'll just go into a little bit about VR. They they did throw the price tag out there at three ninety nine, which we, we already knew. knew. Um here's the one thing that did surprise me is they said that by the end of this year, two thousand sixteen, so we're getting this in October thirteenth of this year. They said by the end of this year, two thousand sixteen, you'll have fifty games that you could play VR, PlayStation VR. That yeah. is nuts. It looks like they have Nuts. a lot of developers that are that are coming out with games like the one we're about to talk to or talk about that uh, they're supporting it where it's like, hey, we're we're making this game and it's going to have VR support, you know. So VR support and like that's cool. So you know, being able to get a game uh, like you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and take one from you, and that's yep. uh, you know, Final Fantasy. 
Square Enix came out and said, hey, Final Fantasy XV will be VR compatible. Yep. And they even showed that they made some fun modes that kind of look like a rail shooter that, yeah. that'll be playable in VR. Yep, but just to go over the games, and then I'll let Jay go ahead and do a quick snippet on which, what his favorite one is, so we don't go into too much time on, on all of them. We had the Final Fantasy XV VR experience, right? Save, save mine, save mine. We got, I mean, which one do you want to do? We we know which one he wants to do. <laughs> he doesn't want to do any of these. Uh, the Battlefront X-Wing. That's the one he wanted to do? No. <laughs> Farpoint? No. Okay, good, then... So we got Farpoint VR. It's a, a newer game. I, have, I believe it's a new IP, right? Yeah, I haven't never heard, heard anything never heard about of it, it. But it looks like you're on Mars and yeah, and just a shooter, some weird like like flying scorpion things. Yeah, you basically so. find out like there's a, there's somebody else there, and and you're and you're kind of lost contact with your people, and you're trying to get your way back to them. And then of course you had the Battlefront X-wing VR experience. So basically you're hopping into the X-wing, you're, you're flying around, and you're doing Battlefront. You know, via part of the X-wing instead of being on the ground. Yeah, so, you're in space now. You know, it's yeah. super I mean, I'm, cool. I'm sure there's probably spots that you're not in space, but the fact that you're in space. Yep. Uh, it looked. I mean, you got like what 30 second to clip, but it looked it looked pretty. For yep. Sure. And then, uh, go ahead and take yours. Oh man! So, it's this was the first one we got. This was the first one they showed after they talked about VR. Yep. And you start you you wake up. Oh, hold on! Be- before before you go into yours, they did show like a little teaser trailer of uh, Batman Arkham. Oh yeah! But here's the best thing: this starts off like black screen, and you just hear Mark Hamill's Hamill. voice coming yeah. in, <laughs> yeah. and all of us collectively, as a room, Jade included, I felt those buttholes getting tight we with did. excitement. Like <laughs> oh. <laughs> Like then, anytime Mark Hamill Joker, you hear it, you go, oh! Yep. And you, and you saw the word Rocksteady, which yeah. instantly was like, okay, the right developer is on this too. So yeah, that that where the hashtag where the cowl, uh, Batman Arkham VR experience. So, um, but you no, know, so so back to the the game I'm talking about. You uh, you wake up in a room, it looks real, you know, fucking decrepit. Uh, the phone's ringing. You pick it up, and it's just this woman that says, "Get out of there, or they're gonna kill you." And then they, she hangs up. Hang the phone up. You're walk. You start kind of walking out the room. You're looking around. There's, you know, it's just creepy, just decrepit, all sorts of weird shit all over the place. Yeah. Insert like horror movie. Yeah. Insert like scene. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so we all instantly we all look at each other like, man, this game would give me a fucking heart attack. Like I don't think I could even play this. Yeah. Game. Not I couldn't even play this yeah. game normal, let alone yeah. VR. Right. Like so I'm like, damn, damn. And I'm like, wow, this looks really good VR. Like this is crazy. And you know, it gets into the kitchen. There's cockroaches running around. He gets on his hand. He like shakes it off. He opens the pot up. It's just got a bunch of like spoiled food in it. And then all of a sudden you see this, like bean just like walk through the hall like through the doorway like in the other room just walk by and you're like what what the fuck was that <laughs> like you're like wait what what the fuck was that and like the dude starts walking that way and you're like no like stop like I'm, <laughs> I'm like playing vr already i'm like trying to like move my body i'm like no you're going the wrong way the front so then you see the front door but he doesn't go to the front door he goes into the side room i'm like get the fuck out of there Finds a cassette. Here's where it started to feel weird. He sees a cassette, he grabs it, and it flashes up like a little, like, kind of ghetto-ass cassette icon, like, and then, like, on the front of the screen and then disappears. And I was like, where the hell, what did that remind me of? Like, that reminded me of something. Like, there, there's a game out there that reminds me of this. 
and then you walk over to a TV that's like the ring where it's just like static just going on like puts the cassette in and you were like watching other people in this house that have look looked like gone through what you're about to go through and basically getting massacred yep and at that point it like cuts stops and and then just bleeds out like in on a black screen bleeds out Resident Evil and I was like Oh, fuck you, Capcom. You just got me. You just, like, damn. You know, like, the only thing I knew that was coming out was Umbrella Corp. Like, uh, the, you know, the, like, shoot em game, shoot em up game. Like, this, I was like, holy shit. And then it said, launching with VR this year. And I was like, it's a launch title? Fuck you. And then the guy comes out to say, that was Resident Evil 7. It'll be coming out this year, and it supports VR. So even if you don't buy VR, we're getting a new Resident Evil game. Yep. And I was like, oh, yes, you guys are and it fucking looked, awesome. It looked true to classic yes. Resident Evil. It didn't look like the the high action of the last couple got, games. Yeah, it got it real looked, like, it, shootery. Yeah, it looked very classic uh, survival horror from the franchise. Yep. Yeah. I'm pumped. I was like, yes. So that that was the exciting piece. The fact that like, I, like if I want to go ahead and invest the money into PlayStation VR, that I'm going to be able to experience that right out the gate. That's pretty cool. Right. Uh, and then, like you said, 50 games supports by the end of the year. That's pre- that's that's impressive. Yeah. That's no, super impressive. Yeah. So, all right. So after VR, they basically <laughs> the the guy comes out for PlayStation and he's like. I just want to announce this next guy. I wanted to take the time to come out and introduce him myself because he's one of the biggest names in the gaming industry. And, you know, here he is, blah, 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 drum roll. Like, you know, the lights all go out, and then it's like this, you know, epic, like, music in the background, and then the spotlight down, and guess who it is? Kojima. Kojima. <laughs> you didn't let me guess! <laughs> the best part... The best part of uh, of this is that w- what a lot of people didn't realize is that he actually walked out of a a fake jail cell. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So he's uh, he's having a that's lot of, super funny. Yeah, I he's didn't having, that. yeah, he's having a lot of fun with this, and uh, and yeah, he walked down. Yeah, he cool walks ass, down. Like, literally, you know, yep. The the ground's all black because mind you, again, the, the whole the stage, whole stage is, a screen. is a screen. Yep. The whole entire stage, and so as he's walking, just his path is lighting up. Yep. So it's super epic, of course, right? To- totally right up Kojima's alley there. Walks down and literally goes, guess what? I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> oh, man. It was a standing ovation, and basically he looked at us, and he's like, I wanted to show you something. Here and it got... is, running in real time. Yep. And we got a first in- in-game, look. In-game, real time. Yep, in-game, real time. And I look at him, and I, the first thing you see is like, it like goes up to this beach. You see all these dead crabs, and we're like, "What the fuck is this?" And then you see like these handprints in the sand, where like water's seeping up through them. Yep. And I was like, "This isn't fucking real." I look at Jam like, "This ain't fucking real. This is a movie. This ain't yeah, no fucking it video that game. Good. It's a movie." So then he goes through. <clears throat> I'm gonna let these guys basically kind of finish off the rest of this because it's more exciting for them. But uh, we get what Kojima's been working on, and he's calling it. Death Stranding. Yeah, so like, as he said, you know, you're following these handprints, and it leads up to, uh, you know, there's a naked, naked person curled up on the on the 
sand and a baby next to him, like crying. With like a robotic, a t- like a, 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 umbilical cord yeah. almost attached to it. Yeah. And mind you, the music that's going on through this is like crazy, like from the live orchestra. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so the um, the 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 humanoid like starts to get up, and he stands, and it, the camera pans, and it's Norman Reedus. And I'm, and of course the crowd just loses it, and it's like <laughs> looking just like Daryl, like yeah. and he's naked, you know, and no, he's completely no naked. Yeah. Uh, he picks up the, ba- you know, and he sees the baby. He drops down. He's holding the baby. And he's like, you know, super distraught, like almost like I was wondering if the baby was dead and maybe, like, maybe it wasn't crying. I couldn't tell. I thought it was crying and moving. So then, like, all of a sudden, the baby's gone. Mm-hmm. And all and those handprints, baby handprints, start showing up. Then, yep, they're moving, but you can't see the baby. The baby, and he stands up, and the camera pans out. And there's dead whales. There's like all the sea life. Like he's standing in the middle of an ocean is what it looks like, but the water's yeah, gone. Like after a tsunami. Yeah. Like everything wa- just yeah. washed up and just the wa- left everything dead. Water's gone and he's just standing there. All the all the all the sea life is dead, just laying there. And he and in the sky there's like five what look like beings just floating in the sky and he's staring at them and he looks pissed. And then it ends. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so you have no fucking clue what anything is. But damn, was it a cool trailer? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was pretty wild. I'm very interested to see what uh, what is it? Death Stranding is all about. Yep. And then we got one more, and I'm actually gonna go ahead and pass this one off to our producer because he is super pumped along with the rest of us. But he is more super pumped than M- we are. Maybe about this. the most. It's between this and God of War for the games that I'm the most excited about. Yep. That we saw all of E3. So you, it starts off with these amazing shots of New York. Like it looks fantastic, and. And as it goes along, you, you, you start to get a little bit of a voiceover and it's, you know, someone talking about being responsible for the city. Just, you know, just I'm just a guy from Brooklyn or Queens or whatever. Queens. He says. Que- I'm just a guy from Queens. And at that point, it clicks in my head. I go, huh, isn't that where Spider-Man's from? <laughs> and then the Marvel logo comes up. And I'm like, oh, and then and then the Insomniac <laughs> yeah. logo comes and up. And I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> and then, boom! You get right into Spider-Man gameplay yeah. footage. And then we were we were both rock hard, and Jazzy was skiing. Oh yeah, absolutely. He was he was taking care of us, treating us right as yeah. we're both gushing over this. Because for me, I have a, a long history of loving Spider-Man video games. Back to the first Spider-Man game on the PlayStation. Uh, we could even go back further into like Maximum Carnage and, and all this stuff. Like Spider-Man games are just fun, and this. Is one of the most beautiful games I've probably ever seen. I'm interested to see what its scale is going to be. The gameplay looked high action. It looked like Spider-Man. It looked like everything you want from Spider-Man. Uh, they give you the hashtag Spider-Man PS4. You know, we don't need to go too in-depth into it, but it's a great studio. The game looks gorgeous, and who doesn't love Spider-Man? I th- I, yeah. I'm super excited. I'm, it's also an exclusive. Like yeah, it yeah. is a PS4 exclusive. PS4 exclusive. Yeah. Which, I mean, if you think about it, it's the... Sony owns the rights uh, to Spider-Man. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yet. Yep. But then, but but that suit that he was wearing in that game was sweet. Like the the spider uh, logo on it was like white. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I hadn't seen that before, so I was like, I'm yeah, I'm pumped. Insomniac, creators of uh, Ratchet and Clank, creators of 
um, uh, Sunset Overdrive and uh, Resistance. This the whole trilogy of Resistance. Like they like to play to put do Spider Man. I'm I'm really excited. Pause the episode and go watch the trailer now. That's all I'm saying. Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it looks beautiful, and I think it's going to be so fun. That was a shocker that just yeah. I did not see coming at all. Yeah. So that was Sony's conference. Um, and, uh, the re- what? What else? You what forgot I a miss? big one. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Where? You forgot about when the executive walked out and the whole stage was lit up as a beach. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, his yeah, shadow yep. wasn't oh. his shadow. Yep. It was Crash, Crash Bandicoot, Bandicoot Shadow. Yeah, I did. I did forget Crash about Crash. Crash is coming back. Remastered. Uh, remastering uh, three of the originals yep. completely for the PS4. Uh, and he's also being added into the new Skylanders. Skylanders. So that was pretty cool. Uh, and then that's all they really said about that. So yep. not, a, not, not a ton. It was a cool cool gimmick. It was a cool gimmick. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 But, so, yeah. You're supposed to say I'm buying Skylanders. Because so <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. So uh, that that was Sony's trailer. Um, I'm going to go ahead, and you're going to be a little surprised. I'm going to give them a solid B+. Plus. For theirs, because I I do think it could have been better. They there's things that I was hoping for that I didn't get to see. Plus, I'm also going to tie into the fact that we did get a lot of dates, but on some of the ones that I thought we should have got dates by now, we didn't. So I give them a solid B plus. But let me tell you why I chose overall, which I thought was the most epic and coolest thing I've ever seen in any conference for gaming ever. All right. So not only do we start off with the live orchestra that's playing the God of War music, right? And then it leads right into the God of War trailer. I don't know if a lot of people picked up on this or if they didn't. But, like, I would say 50-plus percent of all of the trailers and gameplay footage and stuff like that that we've seen was actually played, like, the music was played by that orchestra live. It was a very nice touch. It was a very like nice touch. the fact that they they cut out the sound of this game and gave these people some sort of like you know music and said, "Hey, here's what this I want this game to sound like. Ready, go." You have however long you have to practice it for E3. Well, that orchestra and then for them is, to do is it. the God of War orchestra, right? It is the yeah the orchestra like, for all the music for God so of War. So like these guys are used to doing music for video games. So yeah, yeah, exactly. They, I mean, they were ready for it. But I mean, they did it for like like I said, 50% of the games that they released. It was just so super cool to be able to like be able to see the actual cool trailers and have that really crisp sounding music and realizing that it's getting played live. I completely agree, which is why I think your grade is bullshit. Yeah, you don't think I think they need well then, help. I'll give them an A minus. Then I'll I'll bump it up to an A minus. I don't think it was perfect. I don't want to give them a perfect score. They're not they're not perfect, but but to put them in the B range, I, I don't think I think they definitely deserve to be. Uh, uh, I was going to give them an A minus, and basically, you know why why don't you have a perfect score? Well, you know I have questions. Like where was Final Fantasy VII? Where was Kingdom Hearts for sure? Like yeah. that's really surprising. Like where were some of these games that uh, that you you know you showed off last year and now they're all of a sudden not part of your yeah. you know your show? I know you had said that you weren't going to, but at least tease Neo. Come on. Yeah, well, yeah, you came on, so you were going to talk about Neo, and I get it. You don't have to play your hand on that one. Let right. Mike, let Microsoft play their hand, and you can you can follow up, but. 
uh, you know, and you got to save some of it. Like I, I think some of it will come from PlayStation Experience. Uh, I think some of it, you know, you, you got some yep. other shows coming up. You got Gamescom coming up. So you know, you know Tokyo what? Game Show. Yeah, you're gonna have some things where you're gonna be able to uh, talk more. But um, you know, a minus. It was a great show. It, it was a hype show. I mean, honestly, out of the hour long show, maybe five minutes was talking. Everything else, you were on that screen watching something. Yeah. And it was so different than Microsoft's, where Microsoft was a lot of talking, a lot of people on the stage just eating up time, where here it was like, throw that, you know, we paid all this money for this fancy-ass screen, use the shit out of it. Yep. You know, and, and you know, the one thing I'll say is that when, when the show ended and they sh- and they listed all the games, that they were exclusive and that they were being in development, there was only one game that had a date. And that was Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm-hmm. Every other game was like, you know, oh yeah, it'll launch. You know, VR got a date too. So and and they got VR. I, going through my list, I can I can name them off right now. You've got um, Horizon Zero Dawn has a date. Yep. Uh, some a lot of the VR just because VR is coming out and they have a lot of launch titles with it. So a lot of the VR games did have a date. So we'll give them that. Um, the Call of Duty Infinite Warfare has a date of eleven four, and then. The only other one, which was a huge surprise, was Last Guardian got a date, but that was it. Yeah. So literally, without with cut out VR, you got three games that had a date. Yeah. So I mean, like again, it was a re- it was a hype reel, is what it was, and and it it did a great job. It definitely hyped everybody up. But at the same time, it's like none of this is happening in the here and now. Uh, well, not none of this, but very few of it is happening in the here and now. So uh, that's why it doesn't get a perfect score for me, Ethan. I, I was thinking a minus a or right along the lines of what you guys were thinking. Um, the I love the no nonsense boom 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 trailer 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 trailer. They didn't have stuff they had to talk about because they weren't explaining new hardware. They were just like here's the games we're putting out this year, or you know here's the games that are in development is what I should say. Um, it got me excited as a PlayStation owner. Uh, very you know like I already said it very specifically God of War and Spider Man those were both games that I was like oh thank goodness those are ex- like that's the system I own which that is something that I really didn't get with the Xbox like we talked about they I thought they did a good job highlighting their exclusives but none of them made me go oh I'm missing out because I don't yeah. own an Xbox I know with God of War and very specifically the Spider Man game I'm very excited about I would feel like I was missing out if I was not gonna be able to play this game so um. Yeah, I think if you're not a PS4 owner and you watch this show, you're debating it now. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Because I I honestly think Horizon Zero Dawn will be in contention for Game of the Year. I think it already won it. (laughs) <laughs> so, it's already won it. So here's another thing, though. There, there's several VRs on the market. Samsung has theirs. There's the Oculus. Um, what we got at the Sony conference was highlighting VR as a mainstream entertainment piece, and also showing you there's gonna be fifty. There's gonna be fifty titles of support. That's something that I don't think I've seen well executed anywhere else in this VR generation. That right away Sony highlighted it, and they they showed off. Hey, you're gonna have games. These are what the games are gonna look like. They're fun titles. They're not just gimmicky titles that you know some garbage developer threw together to get on the, our VR. They were they're real titles that are being made compatible. And uh, I thought they did a good job featuring that. Now at the same time, when they were showing all that VR stuff, I kind of went. 
all right, moving on because I'm not going to buy VR. You know, like <laughs> right, I did. Right. Kind of, that that was one thing that I thought was a little bit of a hindrance in my opinion. But at the same time, I have to give them kudos for doing a good job of getting the VR market excited to use their VR. Yeah, no, I agree. It made me. It made like where I wasn't excited about. Uh, I wasn't excited at all yeah. about VR. Really, I was like, you know, I don't. Even, I don't think I'll buy it out the gate. Now I'm considering it. I think. I think just as an overall kind of like basis to everything it you have your your hardcore gamers like us like we own a gaming company we're hardcore gamers we followed it since we were kids like we know the ins and the outs of like a lot of stuff that's going on the behind the scenes so we can give these companies a grade and say hey you want to know what yeah the hardware is important and hey this is you know the gameplay is important and this is important versus this we could pick all that the stuff apart i think what sony has done the past two years i'm going to say that xbox hasn't done and hopefully you know microsoft and xbox pull this out and kind of realize this for the next year is i would say a vast majority of the people that are watching your conference are your average gamers they don't they don't know a whole lot about like the difference between a teraflop and a teraflip and a terabyte and a, they don't know any of this stuff so they just want video games that they can play in their downtime from their life so the fact that sony's come out these past 2 years and said hey here's games yeah we yeah we have some cool stuff coming out with your with your your hardware and all this stuff but here's video games and Xbox has said, oh, we're going to do all this stuff and let you connect with your friends, and here's some more hardware, and here's some more of this. We have video games, too, but, like, See, a I lot think of last year, don't. that's what Microsoft did. They did the games. Yeah, exactly. That's they what I'm did. saying. That's why I'm like, saying their their conference last year was better than this year. Yeah, and the problem was is that they couldn't all – everything that they promised, they really didn't deliver. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe they were, they were afraid to try to do it again. I don't know. So, but um, – Guys, that that was uh, we, we do have uh, you know Nintendo did take the stage. We should talk about Nintendo a little yeah. bit. Um, um, the 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 first thing I want to say about Nintendo is if you Google search what happened with Nintendo today, you can't find it. You find three things. Yeah. So I didn't watch Nintendo stuff live, nor did I have time between work and you know coming to do the show to to watch it. But to my knowledge, Nintendo only talked about three things today because that's all I could find on the internet, which makes me think that's probably the case. Yeah, I searched and literally found found three things. So so let's get into it. The the least exciting, but hey, it's there. Uh, new new line of Mario Amiibos coming out. Uh, you should be real excited because it's got Waluigi. That's right. So uh, Waluigi Amiibo coming out. War, new Wario Amiibo, uh, a Boo Amiibo that looks kind of cool, glows in the dark. A, don- a new Donkey Kong and a new Diddy Kong Amiibo. Yeah. So cool looking Amiibos. I think it's weird that they're repeating Amiibos now. Yeah, it's not surprising. It, it, to they're me, like, oh, we can make money off of this. I mean, to me, it's like, like there's probably there's probably a bunch of stuff that you haven't. Well, I guess maybe maybe you've run out of characters. I don't know. I'm yeah, but thinking, how much how much can they do with like like just putting those characters into different? Like, why don't you throw them into a cart and then sell that Amiibo? Yeah, I, I don't I don't know, but but um. I did. We did. Pre, I did pre-order them already because yeah. I'm still. I'm still on the Amiibo collection. Well, so. But uh, yeah, so I, you know, some new Amiibos, which we expected. Those that that we expect that announcement almost every time Nintendo opens their mouth. Yeah. Uh, what's next? All right. So uh, what I you know right up there with the God of War and Spider-Man hype, I have a mad amount of Pokemon Sun and Moon hype because we know I love Pokemon, my favorite game series. So. They showed some some actual battle footage. Uh, you know, you, they uh, 
gave out three or four new Pokemon today that, you know, they are your typical early game. There's a bug Pokemon, a couple normal types of bird. Um, it looked like that, pretty that standard. That new fit. weasel looked pretty cool. The new weasel kind of looked like Donald Trump. There's a meme of that going around, uh-huh. uh, which was pretty funny. Uh, so that's you know it, it looked good. The game looks uh, really polished. The new the new interface is beautiful. Everything looks very very clean, and it definitely looks like an, a visual upgrade from X and the X and Y uh, platform. And just like when you went from Diamond and Pearl to Black and White, there was an upgrade. So we're seeing the same thing here. Uh, looks great, and uh, you know just not to dive too much into that but they uh unleashed a new battle mode today which is uh, like a royal rumble battle royal four-way battle where you're battling against three other people you can attack whoever you want and strategize you know it's a fatal four-way and i thought that looks like that's going to be a blast to play and it's a new mechanic it is a different way to play pokemon which looks cool to me i love that like that was super cool yeah no that i i uh i enjoyed that part of it for sure i feel like you can troll some people pretty hard in that but Mm -hmm. still if it's like being played the way that it's supposed to be played it's gonna be real cool um we did get official confirmation that the nx is launching next march march 17th i think uh so i don't know if that was official prior to the show but it's official now so nx has a hard launch date not 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 gonna have the holiday launch which is unusual nintendo normally releases in november with their new platform um and then uh we got zelda zelda information not a lot. Not a ton. We saw a decent amount of gameplay. Yes. Uh, you know, they did the Nintendo Treehouse where I did uh, hop into a little bit of that on my lunch break and watch some of the gameplay. The official name for the new Zelda is uh, Legend of Zelda. Was it Bre- Breath of Wild? Breath of Wild, yeah. Breath of the Wild or something. Um, Which is weird. It's weird, but I like it. And I think, so when you watch this, this is supposed to be more of an open world sort of Zelda. It's supposed to be a lot about the environment in which you exist and calling it uh, Breath of Wild. Uh, I th- I'm, re- I'm actually pretty excited about that game. And I, I the name, the name got me more excited uh, just because it sounds adventurous. Yeah. I, I mean, I said weird. I didn't, not in the sense that I hated it and I didn't like it. Like, it's just strange. Like, it's weird. Like. I don't know. It's just we we haven't had a new Zelda in a while, so like to get Since a new Skyward Zelda. Skyward Sword for a yeah. main, a main. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Besides the hand, yeah. Besides the handhelds, yeah. and uh, yeah, I mean, it was beautiful. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad that they're that the the art style is is gorgeous, and I'm excited. Uh, just I was disappointed. I felt like Nintendo just like didn't want to be there. It was like, hey, here's Zelda. It exists. We didn't get really much of information about it. They announced the it's coming out on both systems, right? They announced Which it's we already NX knew. and Wii U. Yeah, we already knew that. So, like, again, I just kind of was like, cool, I'm already excited about this game. Your gameplay really didn't, like, change my mind. Like, <laughs> we're going to buy it, you know? So, I just, I, I think it's just a huge mistake that you just leave E3 not focusing on NX. If you're... All... You have to build the excitement now. If it, if it's launching in under a year, why not start the hype train now? Yeah, you have. You don't. To. You don't need to pull a, a Dreamcast. You don't need to pull a Saturn and go and not give us any information. Go, oh look, it's available. They gave us a release date, so we know. But you need to start building the hype now. So if everyone comes out and says this looks stupid, I'm not going to buy it. You can backtrack and figure out what your game's game plan's actually going to be between now and March. Yeah, you I need just... to start getting a feel from the market now. Yeah, I am. I'm just con- like, uh, I don't like this move at all by them. Unless the NX news is going to come out like 
soon. You know, like, you know, okay, E3's over and all of a sudden Nintendo's having a, a Nintendo Direct and we're going to go focus on just the NX. But why wouldn't you want the crowd? The crowd and the industry that's there right now. You're not, you won't get it until your system's already out now. What? Here's what I wonder. I I think Nintendo very much needs, it's an absolute need to have information out there by September that gives them six months leading up to that. So that's looking at PAX West. I that can was, see yeah, I can that see that thought. being they're trying them gonna try and they're gonna try and steal that show with making that announcement there instead of trying to be, you know, one of the announcements at E three, they could steal a smaller show with it. Or it could be a Tokyo Game Show thing. It could so there's there's still options for them. Yeah. Um, I just think Tokyo Game Show as far as the, the North American and this side of the world's uh like experience with that show, people don't like like most of the time, I don't pay attention to that show. No, no. this really was the day they should they should yeah. have given the world something about the system. Yeah, um, you know. So overall, I give them a I give them a failing grade. They 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 did not win anything at this E three. I'm not even sure why they even showed why they wasted their time. Um, I, I like I like the stuff they showed, but none of it was like. We we knew all about this. When's the last time they showed up to E3? Basic, Let's be real. Yeah, it's been I three mean, or four years. Yeah, this Bas- is at least the third year they haven't shown up. Yeah, basically, you found out that there's a new battle mode because everything else you already knew. Mm-hmm. They don't deserve anything higher than a D. I I I know for me, as someone who's a 3DS owner, and I can imagine anyone who's a Wii U owner, what a kick in the nuts. Yep. For the company that you support. To show up with almost nothing. To show you two games you knew were coming out. One you already had a release date for because they released that two weeks ago. Now, if if there was no new Pokemon Sun and Moon information, we just knew it was coming out. They didn't release that information three weeks ago or whatever. And then it all dropped today. Little bit more hype. But they already kind of spread out. We already knew it was going out with Sun and Moon. You announced three new Pokemon in a battle mode. And then where was where was all the other 3DS titles that I want to purchase this year? Last year at the Nintendo Direct or the Trios or whatever they did, they they announced uh, Fire Album. They they talked about several titles. That as a 3DS owner, I went ah cool. Like these look like they're gonna be fun to play. And as a Wii U owner, you got literally nothing but Zelda. That's, yeah. You know you got nothing. So yep. why? Wow, and just, you didn't even get enough about Zelda. Like, do we even know if it's actually a launch title? Do we like? Do we like you. Yeah. You you gave away the name. You showed some gameplay, and that was it. That was it. Yeah. So yeah, I was really disappointed. They're all running around with their heads up their asses, yeah. like worried if they're gonna have jobs come. I mean, the end but, but bottom of line, May but bottom year. line, like bottom line, right now, you got nothing to lose. Right. You're 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 on like you fuck up much more, and it's and you're game over anyway. So like, you need to come out swinging. You need to be. Hot, like, like, where, where is that sense of urgency? Where is just, I just don't get it. I they didn't don't even get it show a federation force. No, a game that you allegedly have coming out in late summer. Yeah. Why wouldn't you show that off? Yeah. I don't have to show anything. Like, they, yeah. it's like they just didn't was, show up. I, I, I was so shocked. they either have to go shocked. hard at one of these conferences or, the, or they're done. Yeah. When like, I couldn't find anything on E3, you know, like you said, Googling and trying to figure it out, I was like, what is going on? I actually thought they hadn't gone yet. Yeah. <laughs> I was I, like, maybe they didn't go on yet. And then it was like streamed two hours ago. And I was like, okay. 
I don't, I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't do. understand. And then even if, even if Ethan's like kind of, you know, hypothesis is somewhat correct, like, oh, they're going to come out and they're going to steal Pax West. Why? Why? Then don't E3, go to E3. E3 is the largest conference ever. Like, you're supposed to d- distribute your information to the world. PAXs are designed for people to get the hands-on experience that couldn't be at E3. I mean, PAX is big. Huge. PAX is big. It is big. But, but PAX East is bigger than PAX West now. Yeah. So PAX West isn't even isn't even your biggest PAX, let alone your biggest convention. You do have Gamescom in Germany, which is big, and you do have the Tokyo. So maybe you're gonna you know maybe you're gonna make these these big hits at all of those. Maybe but they're still, going to I just, PAX I, Australia. I just feel like not not like I don't even want you to give it to me all, but like not even talking about it at all. Show us a controller. Create some hype so that I'm so that when Gamescom comes, when Tokyo Game Show shows up, when PAX West comes around, I'm paying attention to you because right now I don't even know. Like the way you're doing things, it's going to be a random Wednesday, and you're going to be like, "Here's our system." I'll be like, "Why? Why today? Like nothing's going." (laughs) So everyone's at work. No one, no one even knew you're doing this. What the hell are you doing? So, so we. I don't think we need to dig into Nintendo not showing up any further. Uh, We're two. We're two and a half hours into this. Nintendo, you you let as a Nintendo fan, you let me down. Yeah, you 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 hurt my feelings and you let me down. I was I was sitting at my desk going, oh man, I can't wait for my lunch break to look up all this sweet new Nintendo stuff. Yeah. And then, uh, as much as I love Pokemon, I already knew I was getting that. You didn't give me anything yeah. new. And he is my friend, and he is on my team. So Nintendo, you write an apology letter to my <laughs> buddy Ethan. All right, grade it out, Ethan. Huh? Grade, grade it? Yep. F. They failed. Okay. You showed you showed two games in a set of amiibos. Is they're blockbuster <laughs> games and and then some figurines. That's it, I, I honestly feel like they kicked me in the nuts as a, as a, someone I believe in Nintendo, and they they let me down. Yeah, immensely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm very excited to get online tomorrow and Google and and prove myself wrong that no, I'm an idiot and I don't know how to use Google and I found all these sweet videos of Nintendo stuff. I mean, they are streaming more tomorrow, so maybe. Maybe. I can hope. <sighs> what about you, buddy? I mean, you gave him a D, he gave him an F. I'm just going to say E because I feel like they did worse than what you gave him credit for, but at the same time, I'm not as extremely butthurt as Ethan is I'm about it. Butter. So, uh, I'm pretty I'm going to go right in the middle. <laughs> yeah, I I can't actually, I, I definitely gave him too high of a grade, but yeah. anyways. Guys, that's uh, that's been E3. There's still some stuff going on, obviously, uh, for, the, for the next couple days around the uh, Cali, LA area. But um, but uh, oh no, sorry, yeah, LA, LA. Um, but let us know what you think. Uh, you can just chime in on the BXAP forum right at bxap.com, and we can talk all things E3. So hop on over there and let's uh, let's start some debates about who won E3 and. Uh, maybe talk about why the hell Nintendo even bothered showing up. But and if you down talk my Horizon Zero Dawn, I will hunt you down, and I will find you, and then I will ask you questions as to why you don't think it's good. All right, so I want to get into, uh, just because I did have a few people send in some E3-related emails, so we're going to do a quick rendition of emails. You write them. We read them. It's time for emails on Bit by 8-Bit. All right. So first up is our long-lost uh, lover, Chops. Say what? So oh, Chops shit. has chimed in. He says, 
Does video game software matter more than console hardware when it comes to E3, like events and announcements? Do we just assume that hardware will stay innovative and keep our attention so we only focus on the games that we will play and the experience? This is exactly why I feel that this 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 trend that we're going into where PlayStation wants a you know a more powerful system and Xbox wants like three more powerful systems and all this shit's happening like I don't even know if it's really necessary because I think my games look good. Right. You know, when I go put in The Last of Us on my PS4, it looks good. When you play The Witcher, you're like, wow, that's impressive. So, like, what can you really do with this system that's going to make me want to rebuy my system? Yes, I 100% think software trumps hardware nine times out of ten. Where it doesn't is when a piece of hardware gets introduced that wasn't there before. So the replacement bullshit I don't care about right now. Put it out there. I'll make my decision if I need to upgrade or not. Don't waste half your show talking about it. Mm-hmm. But when you released the Elite controller last year that was a pro, a first-party pro controller, that was cool. Yep. You know? VR. V- yeah. Because we, we haven't... I mean, you dabble in it if you've gone to, to like, your packs and your conference and stuff, but, like, yeah. nobody has had on their couch VR yet. Right. Yeah, so things like that are that type of hardware directly affects the the experience and that's why I think it's you know it's fits in fine but all this bullshit talk about the systems are just, is just kind of uh it's a waste of time in my opinion yeah yeah People. I don't care I don't want you spending 1 second on your of wasting your your press conference on teraflops I just don't care. I don't okay and I know what teraflops are and I I don't care like I get it your shit's big it's powerful move on yep you still gotta have the software for it to make it worth anything. Yeah. At the end of the day, your your fanboys of whichever company you you're following and being a fanboy of, they're gonna be the ones that are gonna care about all of your hardware. And you wanna know what? They're the ones that are probably following all your sh- people and and shit like that on Twitter and have already got all these leaks. So it's not that important to them. So everybody else that you're trying to sell to is the people that just want to play video games. So give them video games. Yeah. Uh. So thanks for the question there, chops. Hope you're doing well. Uh, Next up, we have uh, Jade, and she says, which company, Sony, Nintendo, or Microsoft, do you think had the best presentation? We already said that. Nintendo. Sony. Sony. Yep. Oh, whoops. You said best. But then she followed up with, which game are you most excited for? Oh, my God. I'm going to say Spider-Man. Yeah. As as excited as I am for God of War, and and I'm not even counting Pokemon because we already knew about Sun and Moon. Yeah. Spider-Man. That was the shocker, and I can see myself having a lot of fun playing that. All right, Jazzy, if if Horizon Zero Dawn was out today so that you couldn't pick it, what's the next one you would pick? Um, well, clearly mine would have been Horizon Zero Dawn, but I'm go. I was gonna say my surprise sleeper. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick a game that I I went into this having no interest in, and after watching the trailer and the gameplay of it, I actually want to play it, and it's gonna be Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. I went in hating Call of Duty, hating it, and I <sighs> actually I'm no longer on Team game. Jazzy. Yeah, <laughs> so I I'm gonna pick one that uh, that I'm a little upset that we actually missed this. I uh, blame Jazzy because he was in charge of the list, but um, my game, if it wasn't Horizon Zero Dawn, would be Gone Away. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about Gone Away. That looked awesome. Gone Away, uh, which was the uh, a trailer that Sony showed. Uh, that 
was basically a zombie, you know, survival. No, we talked about that. No, we didn't. Days Gone. It's, yeah, it's, or days, yeah, it's gone. days Gone. Days yeah. Gone. Days Gone. We brought it up? Yeah, we brought it up. But it, well, I'm sure. No, maybe we didn't. I don't maybe think we, we I think it. we mentioned it while we were still talking Xbox. I'm like, we'll get to that later. Yeah, I think we did. Because Days I Gone did, was, I did miss was it. showing off at Sony, though. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I missed it. My bad. Yeah. Anyways. Super cool. Yeah, it looks really cool. You're basically a mercenary bounty hunter, but uh, you know, you're talking about how... Yeah, how you miss your wife uh, or your lover, who seems to pro- is probably dead at this point. And but the trailer was crazy. It, the, the the zombies reminded me of World War Z. It was just like like swarms, and they were like running over each other, and it just looked nuts. The the action looked great. So that would be my uh, my pick outside of Horizon. It looked like Left 4 Dead meets uh, Uncharted. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but it def- but again, the zombie feel, there's nothing out there that's ever felt like this in a game. It felt like World War Z. Yeah, if you've yeah. ever watched the movie or no, read the swarms. or read the comics, it's the swarming. Yeah. yeah, the swarming, the the way that, you know, they, they would like, you know, a bunch of them would die and they would just start crawling over and creating, you know, like they were stacking up and creating walls to get, you know, creating multiple levels to get to you. Yeah. It was it was it was crazy. I, I really If I'm not going to go surprise most surprising game and I'm going to go just the game that excited me most if Horizon's not in there. God of War. Yeah, God of War is up there too. It's hard to pick one. I just, I, yeah. just Days God Gone was, uh, was, it was really interesting in, in an IP that I didn't know about. So, yeah. um, thanks for the questions, Jade. Next up we have Button Master Caleb. He says, Microsoft and Sony both have had great conferences. Do you th- do you think or do you guys think Sony didn't show Neo at E3 because Project Scorpio is four times more powerful and they uh, need to make a j- uh, changes? Sony has has always had the more powerful console, and I don't think they want to give Microsoft that advantage. Thanks and and stay sexy bearded fellas. First, first we're of saying all, always. Is he going back to uh, the because the original Xbox was more powerful than the PlayStation Two? A- absolutely was. And wasn't the GameCube more powerful than both of them? No, no, oh. it wasn't. Okay, but the GameCube was more powerful than the PS Two. Yeah, okay. well, because because the GameCube and the Xbox came, came out, out later. Uh, later, yeah. But um, as far as why, okay, so if you want to know why Sony did this, in my opinion, um, which I believe it to be pretty much fact, is that. When you have 40 million units and your competitor has 20 million units in a game of poker, you let them show your their hand first and you wait because you can do that. Mm-hmm. You have that you have that ability. You you don't need to step up and show off Neo. Why not wait for Microsoft to come out there and, and show their shit and see what the crowd does? And then if someone like example, do we remember when Microsoft came out and said, "Oh yeah, you can't share games?" and everyone barfed all over it and then then PlayStation came out after and made fun of them on the stage and said here's how you share a game on the PS4 and they handed a fucking case to to each other they won E3 with that so again you're still in that position you're still ahead of them why 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 show your cards to them yep wait and as far as four times powerful uh, that there's no that hasn't been confirmed 
Let alone do I think the Neo is, is supposed to compete with the Scorpio. I don't think so. The Neo is simply supposed to be a more powerful PS4 that will uh, support the 4K and do all blah, 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 but also run VR experience better, you know, things like that. I don't think they're worried about Microsoft coming out with an $800 system that's basically a PC. Yeah. They can't sell their normal system. I don't think Sony's worried about them selling their premium system. <laughs> nope. Yeah, so. uh, as as far as them coming, I mean, PlayStation knew this way before the conference because they actually stated that they weren't bringing Neo out at E3. Exactly. So they knew this way beforehand. So yep. they've been playing this 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 poker game for a long time, even before E3 hit. Um, not to mention, uh, did you hear the list of games and exclusives that PlayStation had over Xbox? I mean, they really didn't need to introduce Neo. They had a perfectly great conference with everything that they un- that they basically showed. I mean, be careful. Your exclusive counts between the two are actually close. They are. Yeah, that's true. But I'm just saying, like, in general, like, the they had enough footage and, and gameplay um, and trailers to, like, not need to show Neo off. And if you're going to go uh, on your whole four times powerful rant, I kind of think Xbox is almost biting themselves in the foot because they just made everything that they do compatible with any Windows 10 unit. So you're already asking people to buy a system that's more powerful when you're giving them the same goddamn game they can play on their computer, which is already fucking more powerful. Yeah, so I I don't know. I, I just think PlayStation right now, they're in full control, and 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 they know it, and they're going to release it when they're ready. But thanks for the question, Button Master Caleb. Next up, I have Braden, <laughs> and this is this is I, I'm I'm in love with this. So here we go, Braden. He says, "In my drunken stupor, I almost got myself a shiny new Oryx tattoo on my penis. Long story, it would have been almost or did <laughs> almost disappointing." <laughs> he said, "Long Epic story. Fail. Long story. It would have been a tiny tattoo." <laughs> His question: I'm if with you, you, brother, <laughs> solidarity. <laughs> if you could get any house mark in Destiny as a tramp stamp, what would it be and why? Never fart in a crowded elevator, Braden. Oh God! Good question. <laughs> uh, if I could get any tramp stamp. Uh, Done. Any, any destiny or uh, sorry, any house? Yeah, house mark. Yep. Future war cult. Why? Because either a, if you're doing like their little square banner, it's an F, or if you're doing their actual like thing, it's an F uh, W C. And if I had that as a tramp stamp, people would be like, "What the fuck does that mean when they're having sex with me?" Okay. I like that they're behind you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm assuming if it's a tramp stamp, you know, people are going to be railing me from behind. Yeah, I like that. I have two answers, but going, I'm going to let, e- hard. I'm gonna let Ethan answer first. Uh, can I go with the, the Iron Banner, like, wolf? Oh, sure. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you can go with that. Mark. I think I'd take that as a tramp stamp. I just want uh, two wolf heads going each way and maybe some flames coming up in the middle. My okay. tramp stamp. Okay. In green. Okay. So here's my two answers. I'll start with, with my not my... My least lesser of the two, uh, I would go House of Judgment. So that way, basically, people would judge my butthole. <laughs> a plus. Yeah. And then I would then my real mark though the one I would probably go with over that one is Dead Orbit. So then I could tell people that they're orbiting my anus. Mm. Nice. <laughs> nice. I put some t- some thought into this. Yeah. This is, yeah. 
Yeah. I like how yours have stories behind them. That's well, just, he says it's not why. just the look. He asked why. That's you know? true. So, well, yeah. mine's yeah. self-explanatory. I want wolves on my tramp stamp. Like, <laughs> yeah. we, don't need, we don't need to go any further into that. Yeah, exactly. Dog style. <laughs> so, <laughs> I went further into it. Wolf pack. <laughs> Too sweet. Oh, dear God. <laughs> All right. Life. Thank, thank you for the question, Braden. <laughs> Guys, that's gonna we're gonna wrap it up. We're gonna uh, do the best for last here. We got Dee Dee in the house. Oh nice. He says, Okay, jerks, it's your boy, Dirty Dylan. E3's been solid and the God of War gameplay has me real excited. But I want to know who in gaming is a bad enough dude to rail Kratos in the butt? May the gods show mercy on you. DD. Wow. <sighs> Man, wow. that is a tough question. Who's better than Kratos? Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's taking down gods. Probably Ahoy. <laughs> Ahoy? Really? Yeah. She's she's the new character from Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Man... I don't know. That's tough. Kratos is a Because he's taken down gods. He's taken down gods. Who is bad enough to put it in Kratos' pooper? I'm going to say Diablo. Just mm. because it has to be the devil himself. That's decent. That's decent. Though he's killed people from that realm. That's true. What about Oryx? Listen, all right. Uh, he needs some fucking ankles. <laughs> all right? <laughs> that, guy, that guy ain't doing shit. <laughs> Goldroth. Goldroth. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it seems like Kratos' style, so that's you know he probably yeah. would be for it. So, um, yeah, that's my answer. If we're gonna if we're gonna go like any game, I'm just gonna this and this is the way that I'm gonna phrase this. It's gonna be Junkrat because he fucks everybody <laughs> so hard. I hate that motherfucker. I hate Junkrat so much. Oh, I hate Junkrat. That time I played Overwatch, I did not experience a lot of Junkrat, so I was... I'm. Oh, you, the, yeah, play worst. some more Overwatch. Just come over and play more Overwatch, and you play against Junkrats, and you'll throw your May controller. not bother him, because Junkyard he plays just his, murders. Yeah, he plays his... Yeah, he plays his Roadhog. Roadhog. So oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Roadhog. Yeah, he plays his Roadhog, so... Uh, Tankies. Shit. Uh, Junkrat might not bother him too much, because he has so many goddamn hit points. Yeah. Uh, all right, DD. Thank you for the question. Uh, as always, keeping our minds fresh with wonder. <laughs> <laughs> Fucked up questions. Let's be real. All right, guys. This is an extremely long episode of the BXAP podcast. It is our E3 special. We hope you enjoyed the recap of everything that we uh, were doing. And um, if you got any uh, type of debates, any type of questions, or you just want to talk about E3, just head over to BXAP.com and hit us up in the in the forums. Uh, we'll be posting about all sorts of good stuff of E3 there. Um, so come hang out and enjoy some fun conversation. Thank you once again, Detroit Beard Collective. Don't forget, $25 or more, 20% off. BXAB coupon code. That's right, guys. And uh, make sure to... If you're listening to us on Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iTunes, Overcast, wherever it is, please subscribe. Please leave a review. Give us five stars. It helps us a ton, and uh, we would be super grateful. So thank you to everybody that already has. We've seen some new uh, some new reviews, and we will get uh, 
some uh, some sh- some shout outs here in the upcoming shows but uh, the uh, oh yeah and <laughs> thank you thank you Jesse but uh, before we uh, before we sign off guys I just want to give a little a little teaser of our own as an E3 special where we just got a bunch of hype and we got excited for a bunch of things that we have no idea when they're coming out. I will tell you that BX8B has some big announcements right around the corner. We're excited to bring you some details soon, but guys, stay tuned. We are going to be making some big changes around here. I think everyone's going to be really excited, really happy with what they see. So stay tuned, uh, bxap.com, and of course on all of our social media, BXAP Gaming. That is where you're going to find out first when we drop some of this big, big news. All right, guys, thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you next week, and as always, game on. Game on.